Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our, Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Could have gone longer. I think you punctured my eardrum. Oh no! <laughs> I'm so sorry. That, that's quite all right. Uh, were you, was that an emergency uh, test of our uh, broadcasting system? No, I was just, I was just, I was trying to see if I can match that dude that does World Cup soccer or any soccer game from the Latin channels and uh, and see if I can go as long as I probably could have gone a little bit longer. But oh I was, God! I was starting to struggle. But I that, think you left him in the dust. He doesn't go that long. Uh, he goes pretty long. He goes long. But yeah, I watch the games where it's like, dang. You know, <laughs> it's like that dude. He's even in a commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been watching World Cup, and so and I, I'm sorry, y'all. This is the Magic Are We podcast, show number <laughs> 45. My name is Kevin, and I'm Danny, and I'm back from my vacation, which Welcome I'm about back. to talk about in a couple of segments. Um, thanks, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, the, I've been watching World Cup. It started this past Thursday. You know, there's only two things that really get me sports-wise that get me really amped up. And that's World Cup soccer and, of course, NFL, but mostly the Saints, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I've been watching it. Well, I haven't been able to watch it on Thursday because that's when I started my trip back from California. Mm-hmm. All right, so I've, uh, the first time I got to see it was on Sunday. So, you know, I'm all hooked, you know, and especially after America winning on, what was that, Monday, I think? I went, no, I started watching Sunday and then America played on Monday or Tuesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they won, so I'm very amped up about that. Ghana, right? Yeah, they beat Ghana, mm-hmm. the, the team that's been beating them the past couple of World Cups and knocking them out of contention and stuff. So I'm very happy about that. So I'll be watching that for the next month or so. So you might hear references of that. But anyway, man, how you been? Oh, I've been good. How you been? I'm doing all right, man. I listened to the last show that y'all did. I actually did that today before recording because I wanted to make sure I caught up and mm-hmm. make sure I was anything. And that was a really good show. I enjoyed that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was very thrown together at the last minute there. Um, you wouldn't know it, though. That was actually pretty well. Y'all talked very well on that subject. Yeah. Oh, well, we're pros at it. Yeah. <laughs> it made me think I'll, there's some things the next time I go back or even if we go back, uh, mm-hmm. whenever we go back to do. Yeah. Oh, you absolutely! Know. That um, that shot that they had in Norway, the what was it the yeah, glacier? The, uh, the yeah, the um. Have you heard the, of that before? I've never heard of that. It just goes to show you. Yeah. And um, and the thing about spicing your non-alcoholic drink in Morocco, in Morocco, yeah. right? And that made sense to me a little bit because we haven't been to that new restaurant yet, so I figured that whatever she came up with was going to come from there. But right. To come up with something that you had to actually ask, ask them to spike it. Yeah. That's, it still tells me they don't really have an official, you know, drink. Drink. Yeah, that's a really fun show. I mean, there's got to be something. You know, I don't think they're totally devoid of whatever. I almost thought I was thinking wine, but mm-hmm. maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong. I bet. Who knows? But that was a really good show. I really enjoyed listening to it, and that was fun. Thank you. you know, Thank we're you. Glad we were able to get him back on the show, get Aaron back on the show. I know people enjoy it when he's on. Oh, yeah. He's been wanting to do it, and it's just we've tried doing it, and it just the, the schedule's never worked out, and that yep. was why... When I say it was a last-minute thing, it was really like I got the official word uh, the day before. It was like, okay, I think I can do it tomorrow. Right, right. And even then, it's happened where you schedule it, and then he's not able to show. I right, mean, right. Aaron works for uh, – I don't think he wants me to tell who he works for, but he works for a pretty major – Business uh, thing, yeah. Yeah, somebody we've all heard of before, and so his schedule is very, very demanding. Very demanding. He works for the CIA, doesn't he? What he works for starts <laughs> with a C, but it's not a CIA. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, I yeah. do, I do want to take the this moment to address a, a certain situation with re- regards to that show. There was an incident in that show, and I really, I, I'm, I gotta thank the listeners here because of the hundreds of people who download this show, no one's mentioned it yet, and, and maybe they just didn't think enough to mention it, or yeah. they tuned out before it got to this part. But apparently, when I was editing this show. I, I always try to make it a point, especially when I'm with Aaron. Aaron and I, we have, you know, expressive vocabulary. A spicy vernacular. There you go. <laughs> and uh, it's a hard job to do what Kevin does, which is to take these news segments. I, that's why I really, I, I rarely ever do the news because I'm not as good as he is as doing uh, at doing it. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I know. You're very, very good. You know stuff backwards and forwards. You read it once and you can summarize it. I can't do that so much. <laughs> I get caught on a word and I have to go back and look at the paper. And so there's a part in there where I edited the podcast. And when I edited it, again, Aaron and I recorded it on a Thursday. Kevin likes to have these podcasts posted by a Friday. Friday at least. Yeah. If not the weekend. So, so no. I already knew there was no way we were going to get it done by Friday. So I tried to make it do make do on uh, Saturday and Saturday uh, my daughter Lily she got sick Aww. so she was sick all day and so I really didn't get started on editing the podcast until late that night and I was up until two to three in the morning and apparently I've missed uh, one part of the show where I fumbled on a word or I got mixed up on a word and cursed I, I suppose is what I did yeah they, they let some words fly or uh, the same word fly twice actually. Uh, that was say, well, nothing major but I did give you your props I was like Man, Kevin knows how to do this stuff, and <laughs> I keep bumbling over. And I, next time, I should just write it all down for myself. That happens. We're not perfect, you know. Yeah. Just looks at the dedication. I mean, think about it. Dedicate two in the morning. You're trying to get this stuff together. It's just the dedication we have to what we're doing here. Right. So I you just know? I missed that part, but I, I can assure you, there were about 200 other occasions that I didn't miss. Right. There was a lot of cursing. That Avatar segment was pretty pretty spicy yeah. because I kept screwing up because Navi and access of motion yeah. th- all the stuff that you had to read on there i must have screwed that up a dozen or so well, times. combined with your distaste for the whole thing oh yeah i was <laughs> it mad doesn't really help just to be covering it i was mad yeah. so that one got done over and over and over and over again so uh yeah so there was a lot more cursing than that and there was a lot more colorful language than what i left in but to know that i i downloaded a bleeps just so that way, when knowing that there were going to be moments where we did curse, I was like, well, that's kind of funny. Let's leave it in. I had it all set and ready to go. So to have forgotten it and, or missed it or whatever I did yeah. where I moved past it, I, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not perfect. I mean, you know, we, we try not to be uh, – uh, uh, we try to keep things clean just because, we you know, we probably have a bunch of different types of listeners and stuff. Mm-hmm. By no means are we pixie dusting anything, but at the same time, we just want to try to – I guess keep the spice bland yes. <laughs> so everybody can enjoy it. So And sometimes we slip up. You know, we're natural guys. Yeah. I can't say I'm the most clean person, you know, and in, 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 in everything else, but that's just the way it is. You know? you're, you're immaculate compared to... I, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But, you know, everything, you know, in my normal daily life, it's not like I, I can't say that I'm completely immaculate, you know, <laughs> and things fly and, and everybody does you're that. You're pretty you know? saintly. You're, you're very, very under control. Oh, well, thanks, man. I don't you know, are. Yeah. You're, I, I try to, at least. I, I, I would have my child model his lifestyle around yours. Oh, God. That's a hell of a compliment. <laughs> and we got that recorded for posterity. Yes. <laughs> now, if only I had a male child. <laughs> yeah, no, if only. <laughs> Bazing. <laughs> so there's, that's a good one. That's so good one. seeing that, I could go ahead and uh, apologize for this and write something out, but I'd probably screw it up and have to read it 20 times over and curse even more. I decided to go ahead and pull a clip. And Kev, can you play what I prepared for the people? 
feel like I feel like 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 Jimmy the Greek or uh, <laughs> what's the name that the sports announcer guy that had to apologize. Jimmy the Greek. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh god, don't put me in that boat. Costello, <laughs> no, it's not that bad, but it's just funny. Anyway, so I, sh- I should play your. Yes, yeah, so pl- play my apology. Okay. And those, and I must say, those of uh, of our age will probably appreciate this, especially if you've seen it. I'm really, really sorry. I apologize unreservedly. I offer a complete and utter retraction. The imputation was totally without basis in fact and was in no way fair comment and was motivated purely by malice. And I deeply regret any distress that my comments may have caused you or your family. And I hereby undertake not to repeat any such slander at any time in the future. Okay. Yeah, so that voice sounds familiar. Let's tie it into Disney, of course. You know, that, who was that, Danny? John Cleese. Who served on Monty Python with who? Eric Idle. Eric Idle, who was on what attraction? Oh, God, Journey into Imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm too, sure yeah. <laughs> of all things Eric Idle can be known for. Yeah, I know, sure. huh? Instead of the guy that f- kept on getting beat up in National European Vacation or whatever it was, mm-hmm. Lampoon's, that, that's a great video. But anyway, um, yeah, man. I've, I, so you got the apology out of the way. I'm sure everybody loves you for that. And, then, you know, it's, it's all good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all good. So, like I said, they had the good decency not to bring it up. So. I know. Maybe they hadn't listened to it. So if you're one of the lucky uh, downloaders or subscribers, I guess, what, first 100 that have downloaded it? <laughs> um, yeah, that was, uh, was over 100 last I saw. So Yeah, you got the extra special version of the show last week. Uh, if not, then if you download after this show comes out, then uh, you get a different version. We did upload a, a revision on that, so you actually fixed that edit. Yes, I have fixed else. Now, if there's another edit in there... I didn't hear anything, so I think you're good. You you listened all the way through? Yeah, I listened through the entire show because mm-hmm. that, was, that, was, that was good. It was riveting, actually. I learned some things about drinking around the world. I want to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> like and you. I want to eat around the world, too. <laughs> Wait, you never did it before? I have. I have. Oh, okay. I have. I have. I have. Um, but I want to do it again. Okay. Actually, I just really want to go back to La Cava de Tequila because <laughs> I remember when I was listening to you guys talking about it, I was just like, man, what a great place. And you're right. For lunch, mm-hmm. if you don't eat a heavy lunch... That's yeah, perfect. Exactly. You, you know, it's almost tapas-ish. I mean, they're bigger than tapas sizes, mm-hmm. but you sit there, have a drink, or you can even have water. I know they serve water and stuff or Cokes. Yeah. But nachos, anything, man, it's just, I think that's, that's a great idea for lunch. When I forgot who brought it up, but I thought it was excellent. That was know? me. I think I brought it up. Yeah. So anyway, enough with the jibber-jabber. I know we want to get to the, uh, uh, why do I keep saying jibber-jabber? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good word, jibber-jabber. Jibber-jabber. It's like jabber-jaws. You remember jabber-jaws? Cartoon yeah, I remember Jabba Jaws. That shark. Yeah. Same with the, the, US, the USA Cartoon Network. You remember the Yapple Dapple guy? I do remember the Yapple, Yapple Dapple. Dapple. Uh, he was funny. So if you guys haven't figured it out, you can pro- you know, those who are of our age know how old we are. As a much, the, most of the other podcasters that do this are around the same age as us because I was hearing somebody talk about Grape Ape the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch that. Yeah, I was part of the Cartoon USA. And you know what's funny? I remember, I remember when Cars came out. And you remember that car? I forgot what they used to call them. But there was a car in the USA network. It was a whole family. It was a whole universe of cars that talked. Oh, Except wait. for the one lead, all he could do was honk. But he was like the main lead, and he was like a racer. He was super fast. He always he was almost like the speed racer, but just in a car form. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I do. Was he orange? He was reddish. Yeah, reddish orange. And I think his girlfriend was like pink, I think, if I remember correctly. And then they had the chopper gang. You remember the chopper gang? No, I don't remember the Chopper game. Oh, the Chopper game. Yeah, there was like the guys that were always after this one dude. And I forgot. Ah, oh, it's going to kill me now. I can't remember the name. But anyway, somebody at their, somebody's listening to the show and screaming at their iPads. Yeah, they're screaming, iPods. get on with the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get on the show. We'll head on to the queue. 
All right, man. First thing I want to talk about is that we have a Pinterest account. <laughs> I don't know if I told you that. No. Yeah, no, I just set it up actually a few hours ago. I was waiting for you to get home from work. Well, yeah, yeah. You definitely haven't told me about it then. <laughs> Um, yeah, but anyway, I, I was on Twitter, and, and to all the new Twitter followers, man, thank you for following. I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, big shout out. I should have kept the list of names, but I was on the road, so I didn't get a chance to, but I'll try to get that together, and thank everybody for doing that. But one of the Twitter followers actually said they wanted to connect with us on Pinterest. I'm like, okay, sure, why not? I think I think Lou does that, and a couple other guys do that, so like, yeah, why not? I don't know what to do with Pinterest, but we have an account, so if you have a Pinterest account, um, go ahead and follow us. You know, we'll follow you back or however that works on Pinterest. I don't know. It's just another social media platform that I have to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. like in, like uh, we we don't have an Instagram account yet. We don't. Do we? I like, don't know. I've never signed us up for one. Uh, maybe I don't know. I'll have to check. If we do, I'll let you know in the next show. <laughs> and see, I might have done it a long time ago and just not realized, but who knows? Okay. Who knows? But anyway, I know I do myself, but I only have one picture and I don't still don't know what to do with Instagram. But, you know, I think that maybe Instagram might be the way to go next because I think all the young people that I might have mentioned this on the last show, but uh, the young people are going to Instagram because all the parents and stuff are on Twitter and Facebook. Right. I guess guys like us <laughs> our age. So I'm going to try to chase our, our audience down because, you know, a lot of younger folk tend to be more savvy with podcasts, I think, than yeah um, people and stuff and everything else but anyway whatever so and that we all have to wait until the kids come to us and finally somebody rats out how to actually work instagram because the the adults haven't figured it out yet we need a kid to show us how yeah man if or, anybody out there wants to help us out with that please do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right next thing up man hey the odyssey how do you like that <laughs> the freaking odyssey which we talk about turning into like an adventure land adventure land adventures club type thing is kind of being opened up to an adventure of worldly sorts, I guess. Yes. They're, they're starting to show, uh, I know at least Brazil games, uh, actually uh, any of the FIFA World Cup games out of the Odyssey. You know, and, they, and I think a couple of days ago, they, a lot of podcasters and bloggers tweeted up pictures of uh, the interior of the Odyssey restaurant, and they have a big TV set up with couches and everything else. Mm-hmm. So um, if it's happening now and World Cup happens for the next month, which just so happens to be one of the, the high times to travel from Brazil. But I don't know how many Brazilians are coming to Walt Disney World at the moment because, you know, World Cup's happening in their country, you know, and everybody and all the Brazilians are expecting their team to win. Right. But if you happen to ready schedule your vacation and uh, you're not, you know, or you're not that big of a you're Brazilian, you're not that big of a fan of World Cup, you can at least kind of catch it here in the States, in the Odyssey. And I think they're also doing it. At the different countries, too. Like, I think in Germany, they mentioned something. They were going to post Germany games there and so on and so forth, which I think is a great idea. You know, I think every one of the countries that's participating should have a TV set up to relay their own particular country's games. So I think that'd be kind of neat, you know, to see that dynamic, especially when you have pavilions playing each other. So, like, if Germany, if England makes it for some reason and, and somehow and, and Germany, you know, they play each other, you know, that'd be fun. I they think, should you know. turn it into an event, like, and have characters out there for the, like, soccer hooligans. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, you, you can get your t- picture taken with a soccer hooligan <laughs> <laughs> while, you're, uh, while you're at the, uh, the World Showcase. That would be d- nice. D- Dusty the hooligan bear. D- yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Oh, yeah, the characters in soccer uniform, that'd be a good idea, too. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind that. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I'm not a big soccer fan. Like I don't I'm one of those Americans who just have not every time I watch it it's like I don't know, I'd rather be watching tennis or Oh yeah? Yeah, just it, there there's very few sports that I would rather watch. Um there are very few sports that I would watch soccer over. Oh, really? Yeah, we were actually we had this exercise the other day. It was with a group of people and we were trying to figure out what you would watch. Yeah. 
before you would watch um, soccer. And then we ended up having to flip it and like, okay, well then, what <laughs> what would you watch? Uh, what what would you watch soccer over? And they're like, okay, well that that took a little bit longer to come. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> uh, golf and. Honestly, Maybe I can't badminton. watch golf. I don't yeah. know. Badminton. Uh, it's too fast, badminton. Mm-hmm. I can't even see the shuttlecock. It's just like that. you see guys swinging and all done. Yeah. I tried and it's like, uh, ping pong's somewhat like that, but at least you have a chance. You can hear the ball. Yeah. Pa- badminton, I, I can't do it. Curling, um, that curling thing that they do. Curling, uh, I could watch it just for the amusement. <laughs> That's about it. You're right. Because, I mean, you know. most Olympic sports, though, I would watch that before I watch soccer. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like uh, I like football, American football, and mm-hmm. I like football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and the rest of the world's football. I, I enjoy I enjoy that. It's it's fun. Hmm. Like I said, there's only two things that get me riled up that much, and just watching USA play, and then watching, uh, you know, NFL, but mostly the Saints play, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, yeah. So if if you happen to be in Epcot now and next month, mid July, uh, you can catch the World Cup at the Odyssey and some of your nearby pavilions. All right, man. So American Idol experience <laughs> is experienced out, man. It's leaving. It's saying its final goodbyes on January 4th, 2015, mm-hmm. which is the very near future. Uh, a, a lot of people have announced it uh, uh, through their blogs and local news channels have announced it. Uh, they did. The, they released it. Disney announced it on Monday, June 16th. Mm-hmm. 2014. So this is actually recent that this all happened. But man, that thing is leaving. Um, I'm I'm okay with that, <laughs> to be honest. Now you know I I I thought about it for a second, just right then and there, and I'm okay with it. I'm uh, okay with it. Uh, my think? reaction to it is the exact same as it was when it opened. Eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so ho- long. See you later. Right. I hope it comes. And of course, you know, if you if you're any kind of Disney fan, you've been keeping up with the blogs and stuff, and people have been speculating that Indy's going to, but no. That was actually just a rumor that started. Indy is still staying. Mm-hmm. Disney actually released something, I think a, a couple of days, a uh, day after, stating to that fact that they are, in fact, uh, not closing down Indy anytime soon. Because mm-hmm. everybody was speculating, oh, Star Wars Land's coming, da da da, they're making way, all this kind of business. Mm-hmm. No, not really. Indy's, Indy's still there to stay. You know, will that change? Who knows? But I'm I'm pretty sure that the that's what they have announced, and that's how it's going to be. But yeah. the American Idol experience is leaving. Hopefully, leaving. That's a big amount of space. You know, right there. And hopefully that'll, uh, you know, I think we might have uh, on a previous show talked about what could go in that pavilion versus anything anything that they have right now as far as American Isle experience. But um, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing what they decide to do with that space because that's a huge, huge thing. Have you been in that theater? Do you remember? No. Well, I mean, prior to becoming American Idol, yes. You did the superstar television thing? Yes. Yeah, that sucker is massive. Mm-hmm. I remember just walking there. I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, and again, I'm going to say it, you know, I wouldn't mind a superstar television type setup again, mm-hmm. you know, with all the ABC entities and everything else like that. Uh, heck, you could twerk with Hannah Montana if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you get up on stage with a little green screen technology. <laughs> you know, the technology for superstar television wasn't anything major. I mean, granted, it was, it was kind of groundbreaking back in the day. I mean, you could easily do that now. Mm-hmm. But it's just the entertainment of uh, being inserted into, like, your favorite shows, like, say, Modern Family or something like, like that. Like Gilligan's Island, wasn't that one of them as well? Yeah, Gilligan's Island was one of the show. I Love Lucy, you could do the whole chocolate scene yeah. where she's working at Chocolate Factory, the Golden Girls, mm-hmm. you know, and all that kind of business. Um, granted, a lot of those shows were tied into the Backlot Tour where they had the Golden Girls house and everything right. else like that. But um, but still, you know, that was just a fun experience, you know, yeah, to get inserted into those movies. 
The only thing about losing that is that you lose another bit of it feeling like a working studio where you go there and they're yeah. shooting the American Idol show and yeah. it, it kind of ties into to what the theme of the park is supposed to be about, right. which you're not seeing much of anymore. That's one of those parks, and we talked about it, about how it's losing its identity. Right. Um, but I remember when they opened it and they had opened it well after the fad the fad had already started to drop off right yeah it was on the tail end of it yeah uh, in fact i, I want to say it opened in um uh, it opened in 2000 what 2008 2008 was when it opened yeah i think something like that it was no it, i'm it sorry was, i'm sorry at a point all right it opened in 2009 and that was the year before Simon officially left, I mean, everyone knew, knew American Idol because of that dude, Simon. Right. Simon, I never yeah, watched the show. I'm not really a fan of those karaoke type contest things that they do. Yeah. I mean, but I know Simon Kyle. That's, that's all anybody really knows of that, what made that show what it was. And it opened in 2009 and he was gone by 2010. Right. And you had all these other shows that came in and flooded the market. Yeah. Um, well, I think Simon brought in the X Factor, and then you had um, the, oh, voice, the Voice, the Voice, and uh, America's Got Talent, America's which is not really, but you have some singers on there, right? But I mean, the market was flooded. You'd seen enough of American Idol. Now there were other shows doing the exact same thing. Yeah. It was a you, you gotten, you know, you'd gotten your fill of it. Yeah, it's the Star Search. You know, for right. if you're our age, Star Search was a big thing, kind of like that. You know, mm-hmm. Jackson Brown is a country band that's out now that's pretty popular. They got their start on Star Search. You yeah. know, and I remember when they were on there. You know, I, I didn't really care for country, but I, you know, I sat there because I watched the entire show because I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see who got the most stars and won at the end. But um, I'm hoping they replace it with something good. And maybe we'll have to brainstorm and see what they could do with it. You know, the Star Wars thing does sound very attractive since it's re- in good proximity to uh, ba- uh, the backlog tour, Star Tours, and all that kind of business. You know, but I don't know what I mean as far as the whole mo- working movie studio thing. I think you know. If, I think they just need to abandon it, you know, that whole idea and, and co- do a Hollywood theme theme park, but not necessarily as like a working studio. Because, I mean, is it I don't get the feel of that at all, you know, as far as a, a working studio, other than like if I go through a backlots tour and it's like, OK, a couple of effects. I mean, do you still get that feeling when you go in that park? I mean, granted, we didn't go in January. So it's been a little while for me, but I have I, I've had no desire to go in a, in a while, you know. Yes and no. Yes. On certain, like, when you walk in, yes. When you walk in, I, I do kind of get that that impression. When the you go on the uh, great movie ride, when yeah. you do um, the backlot tour, if you still do it, I mean, yeah. there, there are little elements of that in there. The whole New York section yeah. that you go through, yes, I do kind of get that sensation. But for the most part, no, you're right. It, yeah, I, I don't. Um, it, it's one of those things to where that park. Is more about the individual attractions than it is about the overall identity. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, I'll go for something like you know a salute to the studios or a salute to Hollywood or a salute to right. the movies. You know, kind of a park, which would be totally cool for me. You mm-hmm. know, I, I'll be down with that. Oh, know? absolutely. Because essentially, that's what you, you kind of have, or is, I guess media industry kind of things that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, entertainment industry, I guess. I salute to the entertainment industry. Shoot, Disney's Entertainment Studios <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Um, the, the Imagineers, that's Imagineers' job. You know, I'm just backseat Imagineering. So mm-hmm. they can come up with the clever name or whatever else. But Right. And, and actually, I mean, we could actually do a whole uh, – we can easily get lost in this topic and start going places. And I'm trying to, trying to 
pull back a right. little bit because yeah. I'm, I've got ideas, but I don't want to. I know we'll we'll get caught off and we'll miss out. Well, well, maybe we'll we'll hit that for another show. Yeah, yeah, we'll bring that up for another show. We'll continue that discussion then. All right, now let's go ahead and toss it over to Lee of Just a Dream Away Travel. He has a little bit of news regarding the Wilderness Lodge down at Walt Disney World. Again, if you want to book a vacation to Walt Disney World, man, use a Walt Disney World travel agent. Uh, contact Lee Lastovica at Just a Dream Away Travel. We'll have information on our Facebook as well as in our show notes. So take it away, Lee. Hey, guys. Got a little TA news for the queue this week. Uh, looks like... One of the pools at Wilderness Lodge will be closed, and that could put a damper on some people's vacation plans. Uh, here is the official story from Disney Travel News. Um, the Silver Creek Springs pool at Disney's Wilderness Lodge will be closed for refurb September 3rd through November 27th. During this time, the leisure pool at the villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge will remain open. Guests will also have the opportunity to visit either the main pool at Disney's Contemporary Resort or the Meadow Swing Pool at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Complimentary transportation will be provided to both of these neighboring resorts. So the reason I wanted to bring this uh, to the table is uh, this is where a, a travel agent can come in very handy for you. As most people do, um, you would imagine, most people book their vacation six months out, uh, four months out, three months out. Um, either way, you know, at the time of, uh, of this booking, of your booking, you probably were not aware that the pool is going to be closing. Uh, no one was aware that the pool is going to be closing, in fact. Uh, so you've booked your, imagine you've booked your vacation uh, for Wilderness Lodge, looking forward to using that pool, sitting back, relaxing. You get to the resort, oh, by the way, um, the pool's closed. <laughs> Sorry about that, but hey, you, uh, you can use this pool, this pool, and this pool, um, which is good. You know, of course, uh, Disney trying to compensate for the inconvenience, but the same time you know you've probably been thinking about this vacation and thinking about using that pool and etc cetera, etc cetera. so uh, unless you are you know perusing the internet uh, on a daily basis or happen to be on the internet uh, looking at some Disney sites at the right time you're probably not going to be aware that this pool is going to be closed but as a travel agent we are aware um, this news came right to my email today and you know uh, now I'm aware if any clients booked during that time I'll make sure to tell them about that. Uh, in addition, I know that a lot of my coworkers today were making phone calls to their clients uh, who do have rooms booked at Wilderness Lodge during this time. So that's another way where we can help you uh, and help you have a more enjoyable vacation. We're looking out for you, and we're going to make sure that you know uh, that we take uh, care of you as a, as a customer and that you have a good vacation. So. I uh, wanted to throw that out there. I thought it was interesting news. And, again, a good example of why using a travel agent can be to your advantage. Thanks, guys. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. And, of course, thanks a lot, Lee, and always good to hear from you. Dude, big changes are happening to the whole ma- with associated with the whole Magic Band system as far as checking in for resort guests. Have you heard about this? I think I sent it to you earlier. You yeah, did. I did. Um, but in case you guys haven't heard about it or haven't read about it, and Lee might even know some more about this and he can give us even more details, but right now it's in the testing phase and they just started testing this recently. But basically it's, it's uh, I, I want to say, say rapid check-in. It's, it's called direct check-in. Mm-hmm. I'm getting rapid fill-in. Direct check in, direct check in mixed up. Yeah, I think you're just screwing up this much just to make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, normally, normally you roll right through this. I know. Yeah, that's all good. But the Mai Tais are delicious. So that's and you're okay. doing this without any paper in front of you, which I definitely could not say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do have little notes on my phone, but oh. I don't have for this one. I don't. That's why I'm kind of stumbling. Okay. But anyway, it's it. I read it earlier, and and and, and a lot of bloggers and and dizzy websites have posted this. That there are definitely testing this kind of direct check-in process for on-property guests, and basically what it is, you get to bypass the uh, the check-in windows, the mm-hmm. desk, you know, the front desk where you go talk to a cast member, get your keys, and all that kind of business. Because mm-hmm. now everything's going to be on your Magic Band. You set everything online on your My Disney Experience account. When you land or, or arrive at the resort, you, you bypass that desk. They already have your room. Uh, supposedly, they're going to have your room ready to go. You know, and then you could just go directly to your room and use your magic band, provided it works, to open, get right into your room right at the minute you get to the resort. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people were saying, "Hey, this is a great idea." You get off the, you got your carry-on luggage. You ain't got to store it in. You ain't got to. <laughs> you don't have to store it in in with the bellhops and stuff. You can just dump it off in your room and go straight to the parks, all bypassing check-in. You know, mm-hmm. and then I was reading a bunch of the comments and stuff from people was like, "Oh, I kind of miss the interactiveness with the cast member and stuff like that." Um, with this kind of business, some people were kind of hemming and hawing about it. It's like, hey, I don't know if I like this kind of a thing. Well, then you just go there. Exactly. And that's what I'm thinking, too. I think this is an option that they're going to roll out. I don't think it's a necessity. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've never been, I never checked into a Disney hotel where like the front desk was like completely overly packed. Now, maybe at the, the Valley Resorts might be a little bit of a different story because mm-hmm. you know they have those switchbacks set up in front of the, in front of the, uh, uh, the front desk thing. But usually you're not really waiting that long. In those things. Maybe some people have, you know, I've never have, you know, and I usually travel during busy times because mm-hmm. uh, being school teachers and everything else. But, um, you know, it's, it's, I, it's, I, I think it's just going to end up being an option for you if you want to have that little extra bit of, I guess, magic and mm-hmm. not have to worry about dealing with the front desk. You know, you can just go directly to your, to your room. And personally, I don't think that, I don't think this is going to be the kind of thing where your room's just automatically going to be ready no matter when you get there. I mean, it's still going to be a thing to where yeah. your room's probably not going to be ready until, what, when's the room's generally ready for? Around 3? Usually around 3 o'clock is when they aim for it. Right. Now, if they can get you an early check-in or your room's ready early, they let yep. you know. And for that, you, you're still going to have to go to the desk unless they, they happen to send you out the text message early whenever the room's ready. I don't know how that works. Unless they decide to charge for it. You know, it's like I pay for uh, direct check-in, mm-hmm. and uh, when I land or get to the resort, I probably expect to get to my room immediately. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, if they if they end up charging for this extra added service um, or experience, I guess is what they're calling everything now, mm-hmm. maybe they'll prioritize cleaning, turning over those rooms and have them ready to go before everybody else's, you know? Like you state, hey, my flight's coming at this time, you know, so I, I should, and they can guesstimate when you should be arriving on property at the hotel, mm-hmm. have that room ready to go, and then you're set, you know, especially if they pay an extra fee for it, you know. I'd be all for that, but I kind of get the impression that Disney doesn't like doing stuff like that. Like you pay a little extra and we'll give you. Like nickel and diamond, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you better service. Like we'll, we'll give you, you know, your room ready right. when you want your room ready. Like. You know, like universal charges for fast passes. Right, you want right. to get in line early? You know, yeah. you don't want to wait in line? Pay for it. I wouldn't have a problem if Disney did that. Yeah. Um, but they want to be like, okay, no, if we don't want people to see other guests getting on the ride for free. Right. So since we don't want that to happen and them being mad and questioning us, we'll make it available to all for free. Right. Um, 
but you don't get to use it quite as you would like to. And right. the same thing with the whole check-in. I think people might get a little bit, wait, you got to go in your room early? Why is that? Well, I paid an extra 10 bucks. Well, that's, that's wrong. I didn't know you could do that. And yeah. if I would have known that, I wouldn't have walked around the park all day carrying my luggage. And then you got a disgruntled uh, guest or something right. like that. So I can see it, but I, I, I can, I, that's something gen, uh, Disney generally uh, shies away from yeah. is those extra little things. Oh, you paid a little extra, well, you get a little extra more. Yep. And you know, uh, if if you decide, uh, if you um, participate in this particular program and your room isn't ready, that's not such a bad thing because you can still check your carry on with Bell Services mm-hmm. and or your luggage with Bell Services and go still go straight to the park. Yeah. Or if you have no carry on, you just go straight to the park. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's so that's not such a bad thing either get off the plane at mco and then you know you're in the parks uh in a matter of like an uh, within an hour yeah. or less or more depending personally, on what's going on personally i don't like going straight into the park oh yeah i don't i i, I want to go upstairs i want to see my room i want to breathe in the ambience i want to take it all in i don't want to like that's like you know that, that that's like skipping the previews when you go to a movie yeah you know it's it's like you're like ah, i'm i'm gonna go straight to the big action fight scene it's like right. no wait you let it set up a little bit. Let it build. Let it let Straight it Straight to the main course and yeah, and without the appetizers. Right. You know, zero foreplay. It's an experience. If you go straight, I mean, you're going to get burnt out. I mean, you're going to be, chances are, if you're going to the parks, you're going to be there for about a week anyway, mm-hmm. maybe five days. You're going to have more than enough time there. Yeah. Soak it in. Take it in. Walk around. Experience the hotel. Oh, this is where we're going to be going for breakfast every morning. This is where we need to go to pick up our gifts, uh, our... our um, Oh, my bed's so comfy. Supplies. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. souvenirs. God, souvenirs, I'm yeah. blanking so bad. Um, yeah, this is where we go to pick up our souvenirs, that kind of thing. Experience your hotel. Your hotel. If you're staying at a Disney hotel, that's half the experience almost. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I g- I'll give you that. Some people bypass that experience too, which is a shame. But It is. Regardless of what level hotel you're at, I mean, each level hotel uh, has something to offer. So yeah. even if you just take a stroll around or something, do it. You know, but yeah, absolutely. Go to a bar, grab a drink. We're here. Yeah. Cheers. You're on vacation. Enjoy exactly. it. You know, so that's good to know. That's good to know. But anyway, yeah, I'm curious to see what happens with that if they decide to go through that program. And I guess we'll find out in in subsequent months or if not weeks, well, probably months because you know, they're going to take some time to get this working up and running. And who knows? We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know, I really want to talk about Disneyland. So we'll go ahead and hunt to the hub. <laughs> Dude, I freaking love Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, I had a great time. I didn't get to see as much as I wanted to, amazingly enough. I thought I would be able to see more, um, but it was a little bit busy. But man, I absolutely enjoyed just being in that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was electric. It was great. It looked great. And I think I've texted you a couple of times while I was there saying how much it just looked awesome compared yeah. to the park that, you know, I, I grew up with. Um, but man, it was just such an awesome, awesome, awesome experience, you know, and, um, I don't know, I'm going to just dive right into it. So just feel free to interrupt, uh, uh, me at any time. If you have any questions or there's something you wanted me to relay or something. Sure. But anyway, guys, this is, uh, fans, this is our, my trip report from my Disneyland trip, which happened, uh, maybe about two weeks ago now. Um, at that moment, it just seemed like it wasn't that, it seems like yesterday, <laughs> but it was in fact last week. Um, but anyway, I stayed at the Grand Californian for the first time um, ever. 
You know, it was the first time I ever stayed at a hotel. And let me just say, that thing is just freaking incredible. Yeah, granted, you know, it, it reminds me, it looks a lot like the Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. You know, and there's some times where, I, you know, I was walking around and I was expecting some things to be where they are because of the Wilderness Lodge. And I was like, wait, I got turned around. I was like, no, it's not exactly like that, <laughs> the floor plan. So I got a little confused. But, I mean, just the lobby, the big lobby waiting area is just incredible. It's just awesome. The rooms are in- incredible. Um uh, it's a great hotel. I love it. I love staying there. I got there, I guess, the Thursday, in middle uh, around two o'clock. And my room was already ready to go, so I was very happy about that. Uh, I had took pictures of the room on uh, the day that we checked out, so I do apologize for our bed being messy, but I, I almost forgot <laughs> to do that. And I will post a lot of my Disneyland pictures up soon. I just haven't had a chance to do that and make an official album for that particular uh, field rep- uh, trip report and stuff. But anyway, yeah, it was just just an awesome experience checking in, you know. It's, it's, the funny thing part, though, the, the parking was across the street for the hotel. If you wanted to self-park, you could valet, but the self-parking was across the street. Of course, we drove, you know, and, and I might have mentioned this, but we drove all the way out to California. I mentioned it in the last show. Yep, you did. Uh, we, mentioned, we did it over three days. You know, we didn't, we didn't push a lot of hours. Um, first of all, the road trip was great. You know, <laughs> I haven't been out west on, on the road in years you know since my parents were alive and it was just amazing you know just to see the landscape and it just happens so happens to be um apropos for us because you know my kids really like cars and we've been watching you know the cars movies but mostly one you know and there's this one point where uh lightning mcqueen is in his truck and he's traveling out to california and you see all these little scenes and stuff and everything else um, passing by, you know, you see the mountain, you see the green turn into the mountains, you know, everything else, the desert and all that kind of business. And man, it looked just like that going out. And, and my kids had a great time seeing the mountains. That was the first time they experienced driving through mountains and stuff and hills and deserts. And they just absolutely loved it. You know, they love, and you know what's cool about it? There's not that many trees, you know, when you're driving out there, not a lot of tall vegetation. So you can look out across the land, you can see trains. And my kids had a blast looking for trains, you know, and there were a lot of them, you know, BNSF was traveling out that way as well as the Santa Fe Railroad. So, I mean, there's no way you could escape those things. I mean, it was great to see, you know, it was just it was a really awesome experience. And to top it all off, we the corridor that we took was the I-40 corridor going uh, out of Dallas all the way through to um, L.A., and that I four I think it's I forty or I forty four no it's I forty but anyway that follows the old Route sixty six road which is you know what they talk about in the Cars Land movie mm-hmm. and it, you know, we actually one part in New Mexico we got off the highway and actually traveled down part of like uh, part of Route sixty six you know which is actually really really cool you know you see some of the old shops and everything else some of the places had repaired their neons so everything looks good and cleaned up kind of like the, it was in the day. Some places were still just run down, so you can kind of tell what the town used to be like. But mm-hmm. it was really neat, man. It's just right off the highway. We took a little detour. And actually, it's cool. When you're on that interstate and you enter New Mexico for the first time from Texas, um, on that corridor, the I-40 corridor, you um, you go into the rest area, and they have little maps that say, this is where this is how Route 66 travels through our state along this corridor. And you could, tr- you, you could pick what exit to get off on, get on Route 66, or what they call historic Route 66, drive it off for a little bit, experience that and get back on the interstate because you know the route 66 um was is part of the interstate system now so the interstate actually used part of the route 66's corridor mm-hmm. you know so some of the, so some of that old road is gone and the interstate's up but every now and then it'll divert you know when the, in the movie when they when sally says that 
it, it literally moved and grooved with the landscape. That's what 66 did. And you looked at the, the land map and, and it, it does go in and out. You know, it's constantly zigzagging in and out of the terrain. And then, you know, I'm on this interstate and it's just cutting straight through. You know, mm-hmm. it makes it, you can totally see it from what they were describing. of it. And I can only imagine that, you know, uh, that what uh, the experience that John Lasseter had when he was taking that same similar kind of drive out west, you know, with his own particular family. But it was I mean, if you ever get a chance to do that drive, if you have it yet, I mean, it's just freaking awesome. Yeah, it's just a sight just to see the sights traveling. And I think I took some videos while we were driving home so you could see some of the, you know, the mountains and stuff. Yeah, of course, if you're listening out there, this is old hat. So it's no big <laughs> deal for you. But for me, when like when I go outside and I look around, it's either concrete city or it's like a bunch of trees. Yes. That that's a hoot, you know. I, I can't see that far. Like I go out in my yard and I can't see that far out into the next house because mm-hmm. it's covered with trees and stuff. But you go out there, like my aunt's house in Vegas, I mean, you could see a good bit. You could see mountains in the distance. Mm-hmm. You know, you could see all kind of really, really neat little things, man. It was, it was just, it was a very, the drive itself to and from was just a hoot. Yeah, it was long, but, you know, no big deal. Uh, I, um, my parents and I used to do that a lot. They were immigrants. And so we, I decided to do this kind of trip because that's what they used to do with me. They'll take two weeks out of the summer, and they'll we'll just drive around the country, man. We went to like Yellowstone, we drove to Mount Rushmore, we went all the way to Seattle, you know. And most of our trips that we we went through the Rockies, you know, we crossed the Continental Divide. It was it was awesome. San Francisco, we went a lot of places in the little yellow Toyota Terracell, <laughs> and that sucker is small, you know. And on a mountainside in the Rocky Mountains, that sucker is is kind of scary. But anyway, uh, why is this all related? Because, you know, when you go to Disneyland, and especially when you go to DCA, Disney's California Adventure, I mean, you, you go into Cars Land, and there it is. You know, it's like I drove through what that is based on. Right. You know, and it was such a killer experience. Oh, and as an aside, uh, on my way to my aunt's house in Vegas, off of I-40, I stopped uh, along the Petrified National Forest. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. It's actually really, really cool. I went there when I was little, 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 and I don't remember it. But, you know, I kind of wanted to revisit it since we're being in the area. And it's right off the interstate. You know, you literally exit as its own exit, and you're right there at the Welcome Center. You know, it's like maybe like a mile down, and you're boom, you're in the park. Mm-hmm. You pay your little fee, and you can drive. I think it's like 24 miles, and then you can get back right back on the interstate, you know. And they actually have part of the Route 66 preserved in that park. You know, so it's untouched. Uh, and actually, the road's not there anymore, but the corridor is. But you can see where there used to be the electrical poles that used to travel along the road. And mm-hmm. you can see the, the, the little mound, the little hill that they put the road on. You know, just drive through. It's covered in grass now. But, you know, they have a broken down car and a little marker saying this part of Route 66 preserved in this park. And you can see the power lines with no power. I mean, the, the power poles with no power lines on it, just mm-hmm. outlining the road. It's actually really, really neat little site. Hmm. And then, of course, you got the petrified trees in the painted desert, which is really a sight to behold in and of itself. You know, so um, there's probably easier ways to get there. But, you know, driving, I think, is just the, the, the ultimate experience as far as that, you know. Yeah, so, so the last show, you are Clark Griswold. <laughs> I know, man. I, but the lucky thing is my park was open <laughs> when I got there, you know. Um, so, I, yeah, man, going to Disney World, I think well, we checked in our hotel, Disneyland, California. We hung out in a room for a little bit because I think it was around nap time for the kids anyway. But, but it was cool because... Um, and actually, we didn't take a nap our first day because they're really excited. And who is it? <laughs> you oh, know? yeah. Um, so I think we went straight into the park. This was before we met up my cousin. We met up with my cousin the next day. And she, she's a local. She lives out there in, in Tustin. So, um, hey, how you doing? So anyway, if you're listening to this, hey, Marge. Um, but anyway, uh, so uh, we went to the Disneyland is the first park. No. Was it Disneyland? No, we didn't. We went to DCA first. Mm-hmm. 
because it's so freaking convenient to get from the hotel right into DCA. They have their own particular entrance. Right. It's so, so convenient, man. It was just awesome. was not stressed out. I didn't have to find a parking spot, take a tram, take a monorail, nothing. I basically walked everywhere on that piece of property. Mm-hmm. You know, I walked from there, from the hotel room to DCA, to Disneyland, through Dis- downtown Disney, back to my room. Didn't have to step in my car one. I didn't touch my car for two days. <laughs> yeah, that's how awesome that experience was oh, for yeah. me, man. Just walking, it, it's great. You know, I love it. You know, yeah, was it smaller? It didn't feel like it to me. When I'm in it, submerged in that world, I couldn't tell. I mean, could you? I mean, no, did you tell how small it was? No. It was one of those things to where uh, one of the reasons again I, I thought it was so great. It was because there was no need for a bus system. If yeah. you were staying at one of the on-site properties. Uh, and I was standing at the Disneyland Hotel. You you step, you walk right at the door. You were in the middle of, well, not in the middle. You were at the foot of downtown Disney. Yeah, yeah. And you walked straight through. When you got to a certain point, you had the monorail station on one side. Yeah. Uh, a little bit further up, I think it was. You had uh, the Grand California. Yeah. We ate at the Napa Rose over there. Did you all eat the Napa Rose? No, we didn't. We uh, I did two other restaurants, but you know, I'll talk about that in a second. But we, I've been to Napa Rose before, and that is delicious. Yeah, it is. I've been through the special entrance thing for uh, DCA. Went and saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, went right. I mean, you walked right into Disneyland. Right across from Disneyland is California yeah. Adventure. You kind of see that same thing when you get to Disneyland Paris, where right across from Disneyland Paris is right. their studio. Right, right. So... It's a unique thing where you used to Walt Disney World, where if you want to get from, you know, uh, Magic Kingdom to Epcot, well, you got a little bit of a rock. Yeah. You yeah. know, same thing with the studios, same thing with Animal Kingdom. So yeah. it's so convenient. It, it really, staying on property over there is just awesome because you're right. You don't need to touch a car or any other mode of train. You're not using gasoline, period. Yeah, right. <laughs> the entire time you're there. I mean, there. you could take the monorail, but that's just for fun. You yeah. really don't have to. And walking through it is just uh, just awesome, you know? Um, and and, and to, to say this, the, the the dedicated entrance for the Grand Californian to DCA is really, really nice. You walk through and you're dumped right into that whole uh, Grizzly Rapids run yeah. area, which is quite tranquil. Let me mm-hmm. just tell you, I could hang out in that area. At the time, the, the rapid ride was down. Grizzly Rapid run was down. So mm-hmm. there wasn't that many people in that side of the park. So it was really, really quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw a kitty cat. <laughs> You saw a kitty cat? I saw a kitty cat running around the, the, the pine trees that they have at the, by the Grizzly River. And I can only think that these are the one of the cats that Disney releases or allows to be on property just to chase the mice away. <laughs> so I said, you know, I looked, I looked at him and said, you know, you probably have a job, so I'm going to leave you alone. As cute <laughs> as you are, you, you're doing your thing. So you go get those mice. As funny as that sounds. That's because that cat was probably a vicious killer. Yeah, probably, probably. Probably did a good thing by staying away. But anyway, just a quick little note. Um, if you happen to be a visitor first time, I think locals probably know this, but when you go through the DCA entrance from the Grand Californian, um, there's a specific time in which is just open for park ge- uh, for resort guests only. Mm-hmm. So um, something to take note. I think when I was there at 10 o'clock was when everybody could use that entrance. But any time before that, and I think the park opened at like 9 and 8, you couldn't use that entrance. So just kind of keep that in mind. You know, if you decided to take uh, take a tour of the Grand California and you wanted to enter through that entrance, you might want to check what the time restrictions are for the regular guests. If you're staying in that resort, then by all means, you're, you're welcome to go in. So you're fine with that thing. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we walked in. And, of course, I made a beeline to Cars Land because mm-hmm. I wanted to see that. I, I checked it out. And just seeing it from a distance... 
the Cadillac fin mountain range thing just looks incredible, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a little part of the walkway that passes right by the Radio Springs Racers, mm-hmm. and it was just incredible, you know? And uh, the first thing that we did when we got to the park was eat. We had lunch. We wanted to have lunch. You know? Where at? At Flo's V8 Cafe. <laughs> that thing, that was great. Yeah. I had a little roast beef meal. I think my wife had a little turkey, smoked turkey meal. Mm-hmm. My kids had something, I don't know, but the macaroni and cheese, I think, is what it was. They didn't really eat much of it, but... Uh, I ate mine and it was delicious. I thought it was great. That the atmosphere in that in that restaurant was just amazing. Have you eaten there? No, Did no. You eat that one? When we went there, Carthland was still about. Oh, that's right. It was still in construction. A month yeah. from getting. It wasn't even under construction. They they were actually testing out the rides. Oh, okay. It was just about like a, a less than a month away from opening, so we got great views inside of it. Uh huh. And we got great views of uh, like the tractors right. and, and what they were doing inside of it. But yeah, there was not a crane had been seen. Oh, okay. It was like looking down of, of it was like looking down Radiator Springs and no one was there. But looking no touchy, right? I guess was was that's what it was for you, I guess. Well, you couldn't walk amongst it. Like you would go uh, like by the Blue Sky Cellar. Oh, okay. And you looked right down into. I got gotcha. you. Radiator Springs, and you saw everything. There wasn't yeah. anything you didn't see. You just couldn't. You couldn't go in there and 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 experience any of it. Oh, okay, I got you. But, but I can tell you what, it looks amazing. <laughs> looks amazing, especially at night with the neon going. Just mm-hmm. looks amazing. And you know, I'll probably talk about this for a little bit, just because that was the newest land that I'd experienced in that park, and that's just one of the most amazing things that I, that they have made in a good long while. You mm-hmm. know, but Flo's V8 Cafe, great, it's a counter service place, great little place. I enjoyed it, no problems with it. Um, I would go there again if I wanted to, but of course I wanted to experience other things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as far as Carslands goes, man, I went to the, uh, my my daughter loved the tractors, mm-hmm. so we went on it twice. You know, we actually went on it once where they had a little bit of issue. It was for some reason it was stopping short. You know, but but they let us ride it twice that night. So they said, <laughs> hey, it stopped short, so stay on. We'll get you on again, which I thought was very, very cool. Yeah. So they did that, and that was just that, – that's the fun – and that whips you around, mm. <laughs> you know? My wife got on it. She's pregnant. You know, I was kind of concerned about it, but she said she was fine, you know? But, I mean, when the, when the little tractor comes around and makes it like, almost like a figure S, mm-hmm. I mean, it whips that trailer back and forth. I mean, you, if you're heavy enough, you'll slam into it. And I rode with my daughter, and that sucker was – it was almost semi-vicious. Is it, it awesome. is it like kind of like Primeval World where it doesn't look like much, but when it, it whips you around, it really... Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. And it's, but it's much more comfortable, I think. You're not as oh squished. <laughs> You're not as squished as you are in, on, on Primeval World. <laughs> I know? could have broke a rib on that. Yeah, I don't need to go on that ride anymore. No, we're good. I did it once, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. You yeah. know? But yeah, the tractors, I'll do that again. That was, that was just a hoot. And there's actually two sets of tractors, so... Uh, it's not like the weight is terribly bad, you know, so they, they keep the guests moving. So that was a fun, fun, fun ride, especially at night when they had the lights above you going. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another thing? I did? Oh, I did the tires. My daughter Luigi's loves tires. tires. Yep. She liked that? She liked that. It was fun. You know, we did the whole leading thing, and I still didn't know how to control the tires, but, you know, I got it going. <laughs> and sometimes I got it going really good to the point where we crashed into a wall or bumped other people. It was it was cool. It was it was a neat little experience. It was different. I I'd never been on a ride system like that, and so that was a, definitely a treat, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, let's see, what else did I do? I, I got a churro. There's a lot of churros in, in that, those parks. Well, let's get to Radiator Springs Racers. I know. I was, I'm teasing. I'm bouncing around a bit, man. I, oh, I, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Go go ahead. And talk about your. Well, I was going to get to it anyway. The churro was <laughs> churro was quite dandy. So uh, and, and and the gift shops, of course, are the gift shops, and they were quite. Oh, I had a chili cone carne. Oh, did you? I had to eat at the cones, you know, and, <laughs> and so I wanted to eat something unique. I didn't want ice cream. I didn't want nachos or whatever. I wanted the chili cone carne, and that was delicious. It's served up in a little bread cone, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then they put, you know, it's basically chili mac or Frito, Frito mac, Frito pie as what we call it. I guess what the Southerners call it and stuff. Just lay it in. Cheese, Fritos, chili. Mm-hmm. Cheese, Fritos, chili to the reach of the top. Boy, that was delicious. <laughs> and they also have a chicken version, which is, I think, uh, Verde Cone, Chili con Verde or something like Chicken con Verde mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's basically the same thing, but it's like a chicken uh, thing with Verde sauce, with green, green, ver- uh, green sauce of some sort. Um, but I, I'm sure that was delicious. But I wanted to try the actual chili con carne, and that was good. I'd eat there again. And right by there is where you can get a picture with Lightning Queen. Of course, he always had a line, so we never really went. You know, my mm-hmm. kid didn't want to wait, so it was fine. But all right, so I danced around long enough. Radiator Springs Racers was absolutely freaking awesome. You know, I would ride that. If I could ride that a lot, I would have. Well, did I have a chance to? No. <laughs> <laughs> that is one, I guess, with a Toy Story Mania, um, that was like one of the hot ticket attractions in that park. So, you know, fast. I'm talking fast passes gone by like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking lines out the wazoo, 100 and something minute waits, 90 minute waits. You know, I decided to do the single rider line. I actually hit this attraction when my kids were taking a nap. You know, I wasn't sleepy, so I'm like, you know what? You know, I said, wife, I'm going to go do this. And she can't go on it, so it's not like <laughs> she, she didn't, I mean, she can't she can't go on that ride. Um, so I said, so I'm gone. So I went and I stood in the single rider line. You know, it took me about maybe 20, 25 minutes. Not your fault. She's a woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, yes, yeah, so I, I rode it single rider. I rode this nice old couple, you know, and we, we exchanged stories of how long they waited. You know, they told me they waited like maybe an hour and a half because mm-hmm. they were in the standby line. Mm-hmm. And then they asked me, well, how long, how long did you wait? And I was like, uh, 25 minutes. Like, oh, we should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I explained explain to me, yeah, the single rider line, you might get split up. So, you know, that's the only thing. So, you know, yeah, not a chance of y'all experiencing the ride together. But anyway, that was great, man. And that when riding that ride, just just to seeing the, the quality of the animatronics. Uh, in that attraction, you know, knowing that even though I know it's the same track layout as like test track, I mean, you know, w- when you run into Mac, you know, you, you could kind of tell where you are and everything else. The vehicles are still the same. They're very familiar. But, man, just the colors, you know, just uh, just amazing. If there's any negative, I, I was hoping the waterfall scene would be bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, they tried with the force perspective. And I guess with the land that you had, I mean, that's all you can do within the, the confines of the space that you're given with. It yeah. still looked really, really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, the music that went with it when it revealed the waterfall was just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's similar to the movie, but just as dramatic. Uh, I, I wouldn't have minded a little bit bigger. <laughs> you know, I don't, <laughs> I'm sure Dizzy could figure out a way to make it bigger. But, I mean, I'm not taking that's, that. If that's the only negative, I mean, that just tells you, attests to the fact that how awesome this attraction is, you know. Right. And it's not even that major big of a deal. You know, everything else was just amazing, amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. I got the side with Luigi's. No, not Luigi's. T- I got the paint job. Okay. You know, so I, I, that's the side I ended up on. Um, a Doc Hudson just looks amazing when he's giving you the pep talk. Yeah. And when you line up with the cars and you just go, you freaking just go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, that sucker floors it, and the, the engine sounds that are in the car itself just roaring. You know, you're racing, and you're constantly changing leads back and forth with the other car. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a good long race. You know, I, I I didn't expect it to be as long as it was, but I mean that's a hefty race. You mm-hmm. know, you're when, once you leave the show building and you're out in the tracks racing around radius uh, the the whole the radiator springs, man, you're going. 
mm-hmm. you know, and you're going for a good while until you get to the end. And then, of course, there's one end scene with uh, uh, with Lightning McQueen and, and Mater. It's just it's just adorable. It's just great, great ride, great theming. Every single last detail was just impeccably made. You know, I, you know, I want that level of detail in our park. You know, <laughs> not that we don't have that, but I want something like that to come that just yeah. makes my jaw drop. You know absolutely absolutely awesome and in fact just to tease a, a future show that is the uh, uh ride which i came up with that idea i was you know after i got off i'm like you know i knew that was the same track as layout as test track but i wouldn't couldn't tell you know mm-hmm. except for when you run into mac um i couldn't vision what test track was like not that i can vision it now mm-hmm. <laughs> but i mean you know, i couldn't really tell and that's when i came up with the idea of hey man let's compare since we've both, both been to disneyland we both know walt disney world let's compare similar track systems and see which one we like better you know mm-hmm. the disneyland ride or the uh uh the Ma- uh, walt mm-hmm. magic kingdom ride version like uh radio springs racers versus test track or the two big thunder mountains or uh anything that's kind of similar like uh indiana jones versus a. a countdown to extinction or dinosaur sorry mm-hmm. uh stuff like that just compare and just see how which one we vote for which one we prefer um because uh, i you know i like indie too but i do like dinosaurs so that could you know i could probably figure out something there you know but i it'll do some research and maybe the tease out that that'll be a show in the near near future because i think that'd be something to kind of talk about you know we could talk about peter pan's which one which one we thought, and that brings me to a, a topic that I want to bring up as far as uh, my visit to Disneyland is just how much I thought things looked incredibly great uh, over there. You mm-hmm. know, as from like, I guess like a maintenance standpoint. I mean, everything's usually pretty clean and kept up with, but it just seems like everything was so much more vibrant, color-wise, paint-wise, you know, upkeep-wise. You know, I think I first text you that my thoughts on that when I was on It's a Small World and of course we wrote that several times mm-hmm. you know um, because my kids loved it and I loved it too I mean that was and the wait was never terribly long it was just it was a great looking ride you mm-hmm. know the outside part maybe not so great it was not bad because uh, of course their whole queue area and load area is outside versus ours is covered mm-hmm. so theirs does take a little bit of sun beating and everything else so you know vibrant outside colors somewhat but when the clock chimes and the little people come out, that yeah. looks amazing. The Absolutely. Paint, they probably just upkeep it and recently and everything else, but it just looks amazing to me, you know? Um, again, I'm not knocking anything in Walt Disney World. They do a great job, too. But for some reason, just in my recent memory, I, I just went to Walt Disney World in January, and I, and I went to Disneyland now. It just seems like everything's more vibrant. Like their Peter Pan, oh, my God. It looks. I mean, there must be something that's different there. That I think we're missing a scene, which I think is a whole star field scene. You know, when you're traveling to the second star and you see mm-hmm. you're above the stars and everything else, I think we're missing that scene in our particular Peter Pan. And that's just an incredible effect, you know? I think our scene, we have the little moon, and you see Peter Pan and Jane and Wendy flying through the moon or something like that, by the moon yeah, or right. something like that. Uh, but I, when I went on to Peter Pan Disneyland, uh, first of all, it's right by the castle. So I, I almost walked past it twice because I was, I was thinking it was where it was for us. Uh, but it wasn't. But it, it's right there. Always had a long line, just like the one, just like the one we have. It's just as popular there as it is here. Mm-hmm. Um, the ride mechanism is a little bit rougher. It's a little bit older. You mm-hmm. know, when you get to, when you land, you know, when you come back from Neverland, it's, there's a little bump. <laughs> mm-hmm. so just to warn you, it kind of slams you to the side a little bit. But other than that, it's pretty good. 
Um, but man, I just thought it just looks amazing. You know, the London scene for some reason just looks more breathtaking mm-hmm. than it did. I don't know. Maybe I'm caught up in the uh, the, the atmosphere that oh, this Walt directly did this. He saw this. His eyes saw this and approved whatever needed to be done. So it's you know it's just like you know how Walt wanted it exactly to the T. Um, I don't know, maybe it's because I got caught up with that, but for some reason when I got on that ride, it was just like, wow, this is just looks so amazing compared to what we have. Not that ours is bad. I like ours too, but mm-hmm. that looks, for some reason, just looks really, really good. It does. You know, one day in my life, I'll have to do a trip because I know Virgin Airways is a direct flight from uh, John Wayne Airport, which is in Anaheim, directly to MCO in Orlando. I'll have to go to Disneyland and immediately hop a plane um, and, and a couple of days later and go to Disney World so I can have a, a really good fair comparison of the two parks. You let me know when you're doing that because I'll be right there with you. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely let you do that. You know, that, that won't be any time in the near future, but hopefully, <laughs> you know, the, the podcast will still be going and we'll still be doing our little podcast trips and we'll definitely plan on doing that. Yeah, you were uh, you were texting me a bit about that. And it was funny. I kept getting texts from you. It's like, theirs is better than ours. Theirs is better than ours. Theirs is better. And I'm like, yeah, that was my whole uh, synopsis when I came back from there is that nine times out of 10, there were a few things that Disney World got better yeah. than what than what Disneyland has. But for the most part, the original is always is always yeah. going to be better. I mean, granted, you think, well, maybe it's a smaller footprint, smaller area, so it's a lot easier to keep up with things. And, you know, ours is just a vast, large, large park, mm-hmm. you know? So sometimes maybe it's hard to keep up with every single little thing. But, I mean, that's what you, I guess that's what you expect from Disney, to be able to do that, you know, and for people to be able to maintain that level of detail and, and quality that Disney preserved. Again, I'm not knocking anything. I, you know, I'm just, just for my – this is just – Minutia, and you know, as far as as quality and everything else. Now you bring that up. That is that is one thing I do want to comment on because you were making a point about how they're they're really good at upkeep and maintenance. I, I got to tell you, when we were there last time, uh, I can't speak for the paint <laughs> jobs and everything because I, I I didn't notice that as being an issue. But yeah. what I did notice is that their rides broke down more so than the rides over here in in Walt Disney World. You know, I didn't notice that this time <coughs> around as much. Um, let me say that again because I coughed. <coughs> you know, I didn't notice that that much this time, you know, when I went. Um, I, the only ride that I saw down was Grizzly Rapid Run. Mm-hmm. And that's only because it's down for refurbishment. Yeah. Oh, and as a side, I saw it empty. That was really neat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I saw how the whole ride system worked and all mm-hmm. that kind of business. So that was pretty cool. And then I saw him fill it back up. So that was kind of cool, too. Um, but, yeah, as, uh, I didn't notice anything as far as the paint job. Yeah, I thought it, it, everything looked great. Uh, trash, I noticed. Man, they're very extremely vigilant with the trash, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I constantly, everywhere I'd look, I'd see a cast member. When something would fall, they immediately picked it up. You yeah, know? So swept it, yeah. It was uh, immediate. And, and, you know, I see that Disney World, too, you know, uh, for the most part. But I, I, for some reason, I really notice it there that they're actively, the cast members are actively working to get um, things clean for you. Well, you it's know? a lot less area to cover. Exactly. Yeah, Whereas it is a lot less area than yeah. we have to, you know? A lot but less nooks and crannies and stuff. When I was in Disney World, I want to say no less than like four rides broke down while you were waiting in line to get on. Oh, really? And you would have to wait, and they would have to go ahead and call somebody in to come fix it. Now, maybe we were just having a bad uh, go of it that trip. I don't right. know. But, I mean, the maintenance on those rides, it wasn't where anything went down, and that was it. You just couldn't ride it. But... Um, I can remember Pinocchio going down. I can oh, remember no Space Mountain going down for a period. I can remember Winnie the Pooh going down for a period. Um, you know, I did go at the beginning of the summer season, so maybe they had everything repaired 
in time for that. See, when Maybe we went, everything was done. I we went know. in June. Oh, did, oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. So, you I mean, did. we were around the exact same time, I would say. I mean, yeah. maybe give or take a week or two here or there. But um, we went around the exact same time, which is surprising to me that in summer, too, that Grizzly River Rapids, where a ride where you can ride the water and get wet and yeah. cool you off a little bit in that, in that summer heat. It's surprising that they would pick this time for it to go under refurbishment. I tell you what, I didn't mind it because you were very accurate about the weather, man. It, it got chilly at night. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I'm glad I brought a sweater, like you said, because mm-hmm. uh, we would have been stuck. We've been buying sweaters if we mm-hmm. hadn't. You know, when we were out there at night, because I was like, yeah. man. I mean, of course, the weather was freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, California oh, yeah. mild weather, temperatures, everything, just absolutely incredible. But so that was that made added to the whole experience too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you know, it's one thing that I noticed is that security presence in those parks, that whole property, is incredible. Everywhere you look, there was some kind of security guy. You know, I, 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 do you know ever notice that at Disney World, as often? You know, like no, not really. No, I mean, I don't think that I, I can't speak to seeing security actually within the park itself. Yeah, uh, they had ever. a Disney security there. That you know, you'll see some Orange County uh, in this downtown Disney. I, I never saw anybody in the parks, but I saw more Disney security in the parks. But downtown Disney, you saw you felt secure, a good presence. Uh, of security there but i mean yeah they were walking they're interacting with guests you know they were constantly on patrol doing whatever it seemed like they had a very small footprint to take care of um you know every guard had one person one little area that they constantly walked around in it was just you know it was it 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 was somewhat like you know it made me think it's like i wonder why they have so much security but at the same time it's like okay i feel pretty safe now that nothing's gonna happen you know yeah or anything else if anything did happen it'll be addressed in a very uh, expedient manner you know, uh, but anyway, yeah, that's one thing I, I made a note of that to make sure I mentioned on the show. That, you know, security presence was very, very, very present. You know, there was no doubt that you were, you were, people were watching, make sure everything, everybody has a good time, and nobody got out of hand and everything else. You mm-hmm. know, speaking of getting out of hand, uh, I don't know if it got out of hand, but one night, the Friday night, I was there. I guess it must have been like a grad night or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was walking around DCA, and as the night fell, you know, it's like more and more high schoolers. I guess they just graduated. We're in the parks. They were hooping and hollering, and every time they ran into another group of graduates, you'd always hear like, oh, <laughs> you know, they start doing some school song, chanting and everything else. They had their little Mickey ears with the stuff, you know, and and it, that park was just packed with high school grads in that night. So I, we basically ended our night early just because we didn't want to deal with that, <laughs> you know. Uh, we thought about going to Disneyland because, well, maybe everybody's going to that park. We were in DC at the time. Maybe they're going to that park to see World of Color, which I missed, you know. You didn't see World of Color? I didn't get a chance to see World of Color, and that's okay. I don't feel so bad because that just means I'm going to have to go back, you know, (laughs) which is okay. I'm okay with that. I just have to go back and see it, go visit my family because, you know, visiting family is always fun for me um, because I don't get to see them as much. But I'm okay. No big deal. You know, I I thought I'd be upset about it, but, you know, I'd be more upset if I didn't ride Radio Springs Racers. (laughs) You know, Oh, absolutely. I'd be more upset if I didn't do that. I don't know. I mean, you know, having watched World of Color. I know. I've, I've heard it's it, a pretty killer experience. It's a pretty good. I mean, I, you know, like you said, with Radiator Springs Racers, you can kind of get that kind of experience riding test track without the animatronics right. that, that you get from riding Radiator Springs Racers. Right. Um, World of Color is such a unique experience. I mean, I guess Fantasia comes close. Yeah. But nothing is as cool as that, yeah. I, I'd say. But that's just me. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'll just have to go back. 
Yeah. Oh well. And like we'll have said, to we'll have to make a pilgrimage out there one day too for a podcast show. It's my. I mean, I don't know how close you are to, to summing up here, but I mean, this is. I've often said that if I had to choose between spending a day in the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World or a day in Disneyland in Anaheim, I'd go at Disneyland because I think it's a, a it's a richer experience. I think so too. So okay, well then yeah, then we're we're in a complete agreement. Totally so I'd much rather you know go spend a spend a day over there or two days or a week or whatever. But you know what's similar? What the whole Frontierland, Adventureland, Liberty Square, or there's New Orleans Square area mm-hmm. is constantly packed like ours. <laughs> You know, that's one. I, I didn't get on Pirates because the line for that was ridiculous. What? It was long. That oh, sucker. Was long we're we talking, went there, but we had to go. I didn't go on Haunted Mansion. Well, I've been, I've been get, before. Didn't I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to go. I couldn't even get. I mean, it was thick. What did you do? We we did Small World. We did Peter Pan. We saw Olaf. We did. We ate in some restaurants. Uh, we enjoyed the hotel. Um, we went to Downtown Disney. We did that. Uh, what else did we do? Do Cars Lane, Radio Springs, Ariel. Um, what else? We Monsters Inc. Actually, that ride is actually pretty cool. Yeah, I like the ride. <laughs> that whole, day. you know, I, I've heard stories about the whole door room or rooms, in fact, mm-hmm. scenes. And man, it's, when you see it, it's just like amazing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just amazing. We did Roger Rabbit's Toontown Spin. We That's visited fun. Minnie's house. We visited Mickey's house. We got a picture with Mickey, of course, mm-hmm. uh, which I'll post up and stuff. Um, what else did we do? I'm trying to think. We, I mean, well, I walked around Adventureland and stuff. You know, I tried to get on Indiana Jones, but they weren't doing single rider lines at that time. So. You didn't go on Indiana Jones I, either? Man, that ride was like a 90-minute to 100-minute wait. It was, it was crazy. Why are we doing this show? You didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, I, I, I did enough. Man. I'm playing with you. I know. I didn't do it. Like I said, I just we'll just have to go back. Twilight Zone? Did you do Twilight Zone? No, because I don't like their Twilight Zone. Oh, that's another thing. I don't like the Twilight Zone as much. No, it's it's not nearly. It's as not. Good. That, that was the one shoot. area yeah. where I was gonna be like, yeah, you could have nailed that. Um, yeah, Soren. Shoot, Soren. I. You know what? I did Soren. You did. Do I Soren. did it twice. How'd you like it? I. You know, riding Soren over did California with Californians, it's a lot more fun than riding it here. But was there any different whatsoever in, no. in the rides? Okay, that, see, no. I didn't ride soaring when I was over there yeah. because of that exact reason. Because it's like it can't possibly be different. No, so um, it's not different. The I'm only thing that's different is the theming of the queue area. Okay, because you're in an airplane yeah. hangar, you're in Condor Flats, so right. it's a whole that fits the theming perfectly. Mm-hmm. And you're riding with a bunch of Californians that know the areas that they're talking about. So mm-hmm. you hear people going, "Oh, it's like, oh, there's my house," you know, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. And they're just hooping and hollering, you know, <laughs> when they go over the, like the orange groves, like, ooh. And then, you know, when they're going over the, uh, the, the snow, you know, you fall on the skier and you go over the cliff. Yeah. And everybody's like, ah, you know. <laughs> they're much more animated than, the, the, I guess, the guests that I ride with here in Walt Disney World. I mean, it's a hoot because they know the area, you know. Well, well, they're all, not just that, they're all local. So they probably see each other over there all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're that too. And they, they can travel to those areas rather easily. Mm-hmm. When they got to L.A., I heard somebody go, oh, my God, because <laughs> you know, it's a traffic scene. And, of course, when they got to Disneyland, they were hooping and hollering over Disneyland, you know, mm-hmm. and everything else because that's their park. Um, uh, so, anyway, yeah, that I prefer that experience over the Soarin' over here in the land. You know, so I'll take riding Soarin' with a bunch of Californians over you know i don't know what we have like a mix of uh, mixed bag of whatever you got a bunch of people on vacation whereas in in, in disneyland you got a lo- bunch of locals who appreciate it yeah 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 and like i said the whole theming area and everything else 
um, was just incredible. You know, just absolutely incredible. You know, another thing to that experience that I really enjoyed, it was like a trip back in time for me mm-hmm. regarding fast passes because mm-hmm. it's still the old fast pass system. Ticket system, same kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You still give it to a customer, they scan it, and then you, you know, you move on through. When you leave, you still got to get your hand stamped, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to get into another park. Um, the only thing fancy they have going now is like with your ticket, they attach in the computer, they attach a picture of you. So if you're a new, if you're a first time guest there or a new guest uh, for that particular vacation, they snap a picture of you at, at the turnstile associated with that particular ID and then, excuse me, and that's it. You know? Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, you know, when you scan it, your picture pops up and then you go straight through the turnstile, you know? Let me ask you this. Did you get to ride the Matterhorn? No, I didn't. I didn't get to ride the matter. I didn't get to ride a lot of the big rides that I would have normally had to got to ride myself. Space Mountain. No, I didn't get to do that either. I didn't get to Big Thunder. You know. Um, so that wraps up a Kevin's <laughs> trip report. <laughs> um, but I was gonna say, oh, the Fast Pass system, man. It's just like it was before this whole Magic Band Fast Pass Plus business. You know, you go to the kiosk, you stick your ticket in, you get your t- your Fast Passes out, mm-hmm. and it was great. You know, it was just awesome. You know, Finding Nemo. You had I, to you yes. road find. Yeah. yeah, road finding Nemo. I had to do that. You okay. know, there's there's no way I could, I could get away without. Doing How'd that you one. like Finding Nemo? Oh, I loved it. Isn't that great? Yeah, that, I now love that's it. better than the the Disney uh, uh, World version right what, there. The Twenty thousand leagues. Oh, you talk about just Nemo himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking about going through the uh, so not ride Nemo. systems, but the actual. Yeah, that's that's hands down. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no comparison. I mean, come on. Not even. You know, even the colors and stuff. Yeah, it's vibrant, y'all. It's you know they see you say you use painted glass. That sucker's vibrant. It's gorgeous. You know, hands down. That Finding Nemo is just in, incredible. But you did ride Big Thunder. I didn't ride Big Thunder. I thought you said you did ride Big no, Thunder. No, I saw Big Thunder. Oh, you're talking about the comparing I, actually, the rides. I, I, I so you didn't the get fi- to see the new finale. No, I didn't get I, I didn't get to see this new finale, unfortunately. Well, I, I, like I said, I'll have to go back. But i tell you what I did enjoy. I enjoyed walking the parking around. parking lot? No. <laughs> I enjoyed walking around the back of Big Thunder and being able to stand and watch people go through the ride. No, you know, that was one of the things that you, you don't think and you don't know how to explain it except if you talk to somebody else who was there yeah. at Disneyland is how close you are to Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you go to Disney World, you're, um, you feel like you're a mile away. You're watching it from a distance. Yeah. Whereas you're literally, you're walking right past it and can reach over and touch yeah. the rocks that lead to the mountain itself. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a great uh, attraction. Yeah, walking from Fantasyland going into Frontierland you pass by that barbecue joint that's across from Big Thunder, and on to your left, it's Big Thunder. It's right there, you know. So it's it's almost like I'd love to have ridden it, but of course my kids they won't be able to ride it yet. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a lot of things for them. That's how my dizzy trips have been going so far. But that's okay. I don't mind that because um, I'll just have to go back on my own or with on a podcast trip. Uh, but I was able to just stand there and just watch people just go through Big Thunder. I'd hear the train coming. It's like, oh, I got to see that. And then, you know, as you're walking through that little area, and I don't know if you, if you remember, but you know, off to your right across the walkway from Big Thunder, you have like bits and pieces of mine train, like caves and stuff built into the, yeah. the scenery, which was like just awesome. I was like, I wonder if that was something. No, that's probably just part of the theming for that whole entire area. And I was like, man, that's freaking brilliant. Yeah. Very tranquil area. A lot of trees, a lot of vegetation, waterways. They have like abandoned, boarded up mine tunnels, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess. Uh, They weren't being used anymore. That was part of the theming for Big Thunder. Just to be able to walk around that attraction was just, uh, you know, that was almost enough for me. I had a blast Mm -hmm. watching the people, number one. Number two, being able to see that attraction detail by detail, up close and personal. Mm -hmm. You know, I could look at the track, every little piece of track, every inch of that track as much as I wanted to. And it was just... 
you know, you'd have to go. You, I mean, somebody out there is a Walt Disney World fan. Just think, man, you got to be crazy. You know, yeah. freaking ride it. Like, no, you got to go see it because it's it's just to be able to just be on ground level with the attraction mm-hmm. and not seem like it's so far away is an experience in and of itself. Because we can't do that with our park. No, you're you can't right. walk around our big thunder. You can no. walk it around there, and it's incredible. You know. Yeah, it's it's so much more intimate over yeah. there. You hear that a lot, and, and it sounds like nothing, but it really is. Uh, a simple fact of being able to reach out and touch yeah. things. Um, what about um, what I wanted to ask you about was uh, uh, Jungle Cruise. I'm sure you rode Jungle Cruise. Yeah, right? I rode Jungle Cruise. Yeah. All right, what did you think about the Piranha? The Piranha thing, eh, you know, take it or leave it. It was cool. <laughs> really? Was yeah, I thought it was kind of clever. Yeah, I it's, liked kinda, it. it's cute. I mean, they, it was. they splashed, you know. They <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, you don't get to see that in, in, in the right. one that they do in, in, in Walt Disney World, and I think that would be a welcome addition. It's it's such a simple little yeah. effect. It's it's not anything. I like it. I mean, overwhelming, I, but I, I did enjoy that. I like it. I like being able to see the Indiana Jones thing too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was kind of so cool to see that temple when you took that ride. So that was pretty fun. Okay, so all right, here's what I'd like to know then. Okay, yeah. did did you ever make it over to Trader Sam's? No, I didn't. I didn't. Make, I asked about it. I didn't get a chance to. Um, I wanted to. That wasn't in the cards for me on this trip. I'm gonna have to kidnap you and take you back. Oh damn! <laughs> don't do that, please. No, don't take me to Disneyland again. Yeah, but I wouldn't have the strength to drive. You'd have to do the driving. Oh, we're gonna fly we're at gonna, gunpoint, obviously. We're gonna fly in and, and yeah, we're gonna. Can fly I borrow in. a gun? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna yeah, a water gun. You can, that's all you'd need. That's it. You know, we're going to Disneyland. It's like okay. <laughs> Oh no! Don't shoot! Uh, <laughs> I have to look through your arsenal. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fly to John Wayne, man, and we're gonna get right to the. We're gonna, we're gonna do the whole thing, man. It's just that was. I mean, I, I could have just walked around that park like all day, not well, ridden anything. And in fairness, I just enjoyed it. Yeah, I, absolutely. Can I say that's all I did when we were there? Yeah. When 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 Anna and Lily went to bed, I left the room and yeah. I just walked the park. That's all I did. I just yeah. soaked it because when we went, like I said, it was the exact same time. It was summer yeah. and it was um, it was crowded. It was packed. I, I, you know, there was a point. I think I even texted you. Did they, have they reached capacity yet? Um, because I remember going there, and there yeah. during its same time, and my mom, and dad being like, you know, prior to going there, they were like, they, they had gone previous. And they were like, ah, park's nothing. You'll be done with it in less than a day. Oh, and no. meanwhile, <laughs> three or four days later, and we're still trying to get in everything. Yeah. And walking amongst it and just taking the ambiance and taking in the atmosphere. Standing out there by Finding Nemo at night. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. It's breathtaking. Just beautiful. I didn't get to see it at night, but oh. it was, yeah, I'm sure it looked like it would have been awesome. Great park. So much yeah. better than what they have at the Magic Kingdom and right. Disney World. If you really want to see what it what it should be, right. go, to, I mean, go to Disneyland. It's God, like Disneyland. if you're a Disney fan, and, I mean, that, that's your mecca. That's, your, that's your That's your once-in-a-lifetime journey mm-hmm. to go to the place where it all started. You know, go there at least once, yeah, you know, it, regardless of what you've heard or what we've said or what other people have said. You got to go there once just to experience the actual park that our park is based upon. Yeah. You know, you know there's a reasons why they built our park like that because of that park and don't get me wrong if we each had like a week to spend somewhere we'd probably spend it in disney world because in addition to the magic kingdom you have epcot you yeah. have uh, hollywood yeah. you have animal kingdom you have uh what you call the, a larger much larger downtown disney right you have blizzard beach you have typhoon lagoon you have so many choices so Off many different yeah. hotels if you got a week to spend you're gonna spend it in disney world right if you only had a two to three days to spend you want to spend that in disneyland right right yeah and uh, that'd be uh, totally uh 
Oh, it's just an amazing experience, dude. The, the canoes. They had canoe canoeing happening yeah. on the on the rivers of America yeah. and stuff. You know, I was just I was like, wow, that's freaking awesome. You know, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we have our canoes anymore, do we? No, no, they we lost our canoes. Maybe you know? at Fort Wilderness they do something like that. Yeah, maybe so. But anyway, before I run out of time, I want to talk about the two places I ate because I loved it. Okay, I went to the Blue Bayou. Great. You know, I sat right by the ride. Yeah. You know, so I sat on the railing where I saw the boats pass and everything mm-hmm. else. My kids were scared. <laughs> Why? Because you know, it was for some reason it was really really dark. It is. It's very very dark in there. It's like I was like I was, we ate lunch with my cousin. I was like, where are you? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and they were scared because it was dark. I'm like, dude, don't be afraid. It's like our backyard. There's trees and you hear the crickets. There's, I mean, there's nothing. There. I guess they were freaked out because it was so dark. It was, it was dark. I don't remember it being quite that dark. It, but was, it was dark. To us, it was dark. But then again, you know, we did go there for lunch. So uh, that contrast. Mm-hmm. But you think your eyes would adjust, but it didn't. <laughs> you know, I tried to move the lamp. I had trouble seeing the, the menu. So I tried to move the lamp and the lamps are screwed into the table. So don't try that. That doesn't work. <laughs> you know, so I ended up using my flashlight on my phone. But yeah, for some reason, it was un- it was crazy. No, there was dark. a malfunction or something because we went there for lunch. Yeah. During the day. And. We never had a problem seeing the menus or anything like that. And none of the kids, were, it, Lily, who's scared of everything, won't even take a picture of Mickey Mouse, wasn't scared about being in there. Yeah, so. mine was scared. One fell asleep. That's okay. Uh-huh. You know, that's, that's But man, uh, I had the gumbo and, of course, the Monte Cristo. You know, my first time I have to try it. Everybody talks about the Monte Cristo. Um, I'll start with the Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo was awesome. You know, Monte Cristo was a Monte Cristo. You know, it wasn't anything majorly special. You know, I remember the Monte Cristos at Bennigan's. And I hate to compare it to that, but it's the similar, ma- similarly made. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a restaurant here at the National World War II Museum called American Sector, and they have a Monte Cristo, but it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's not like they deep fry the entire sandwich. You know, okay. uh, Bennigan's and the Blue Bayou, yeah, they, you could tell they battered and deep fried the entire sandwich, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, um, however, over Bennigan's, Bennigan's just does the raspberry sauce. They actually do three different types of sauce, which I thought was really, really good. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the reduced balsamic vinegar, the balsamic vinegar reduction, and of course they have the little fruit jelly sauce and they had some kind of white chocolate kind of sauce and it was just that meal was amazing of course i didn't finish it but i did share you know <laughs> i wanted to try it out with everybody else uh, but yeah that sandwich is good i think next time i go i'll bypass that for my heart's sake and try something different <laughs> you know because i saw other stuff on the menu that i definitely want to try so we'll definitely have to hit that up i did try the gumbo as an appetizer because i you know of course i go there i'm from new i'm from louisiana i know exactly what gumbo is all about mm-hmm. it was delicious i enjoyed it yeah. you know they did a really good job of doing that you know not too bad of course you know any other respect in louisiana if you're like ah they don't know how to make gumbo and of course you know yeah my mamas are better my grandmas are, of course guys we know uh, if my mom makes gumbo, my mom never made gumbo. I did. <laughs> you know, they're Filipino. They don't know nothing about gumbo. <laughs> they don't know nothing about gumbo. But anyway, you know, my friend's grandma makes gumbo. It's delicious. My friend of mine who's from down the bayou, he makes gumbo from Thibodeau. He's, it's delicious, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as if I was out there on the road, and, you know, when I usually travel, I'm hesitant to go to Louisiana places or anything that says Cajun food and outside of Louisiana because it's not going to be the same. It's going to be a disappointment. This gumbo, I was not disappointed with. I was actually, you know, I, I, I actually thought it might have been a little bit on the salty side. That would be my only negative with that gumbo. Mm. But other than that, I thought the roux, however they did the roux, was fine. It was good. Tastes good. Uh, had everything want. They mixed, you know, if you're a purist, they mixed seafood and chicken and sausage. So it was a chicken, shrimp, and sausage gumbo. You know, for some reason, that had some bits of shrimp. So that was about the only thing. Or maybe mine was special. I don't know. Maybe I got a lucky shrimp. <laughs> <Or two. laughs> I don't know. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, that was good. So I really enjoyed the atmosphere, everything. You know, it, I, I if I had to compare ride systems, you know, this would be like San Angel Inn for us. Mm-hmm. And I think Blue Bayou knocks San Angel Inn out, right out, out of the, the water. water yeah. You know, right out the water, you know. Uh, I like San Angel Inn. I enjoy it. It's not bad. But Blue Bayou, much better. You know, so the last thing I want to talk about also is the other restaurant I ate at, which was the Carthay Circle restaurant in Disney's California Adventure. And you've eaten there, right? No, I did not. Oh, you they haven't? Were, okay. They were closed by the time we got there. Oh, bummer. Oh, bummer. But man, you, okay, wait, so hold on. Let me rephrase that. They hadn't opened yet. They by hadn't the time opened we yet. got there. Okay, yeah. I got you. Um, they were it, like, a, again, a month away. <laughs> dude, that uh, theming was just amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, it's it's like, oh, you know, they got pictures of celebrities all over the wall, stuff that people have associated with Walt and everything else. That, 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 I mean, everything's very nice, very lush, posh, you know, just very of that period, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. When Walt was around, you know, the the, 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 the table napkins, the, the, the chairs, the tables that you sat in, everything else was just amazing, you know. Um, great atmosphere. They even had, we sat in a section, which I think they, they say for like families with young kids, which is fine because it overlooked like the main little square hub area of DCA. So that was really, really kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so that was a very, very nice experience. And while I'm thinking about it, I need to give a shout out to our waiter. Um, we had a waiter from Madison, Wisconsin. Jay. Jay. Yeah. His name is Jay uh, from Madison, Wisconsin. He worked uh, at the restaurant Carthay Circle uh, in um, uh, the day that we and he was our server the day that we went and he was just amazing mm-hmm. amazing cast member he made the kids feel happy about it you know they you know they enjoyed their time in the restaurant he dealt with the kids and you know it's, it seemed like our room that, like the table next to us had a little baby the table uh, uh, down two t- tables from us had like a I guess like a three-year-old, four-year-old, similar to what we had. And the way he – and he had all those tables, you know. Mm-hmm. So he, the way I would watch him interact with those particular families was just amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, unbelievably patient, really, really respectable, really, really nice. Just um, absolutely amazing. So what I had to eat at Carthay Circle Restaurant, man, there's a couple of things. Number one, there's one thing that you definitely have to try whenever you go. And that is the Carthay Signature Fried Biscuits, mm-hmm. you know. It's, I took pictures of it of a before and after I cut it and you know and before I devoured it and ate it um, <laughs> and so uh, I'll post those up but man it's it looks like the size of our hush puppy you know okay. the dough is kind of like a consistency of a fried biscuit mm-hmm. but inside imagine ima- imagine uh, it's hollow in the biscuit and it's filled with uh, white cheddar bacon and jalapeno and then, but when you cut into it or bite into it, which is dangerous because if it's hot, it's it's cheese. It's hot. Yeah. Um. All that stuff just comes out gooey. Just just awesome. You know, it's it's almost like a a, a cherry cordial but with cheese, and it's a biscuit. Okay. You know, it's that kind of experience, man. It's it's just absolutely made. Or like a truffle. You know, when you eat like one of those chocolate truffle things, it's it's that kind of experience, man. Absolutely amazing. Something you definitely have to try. It's their signature appetizer or a little meal or something, whatever they call it. Um, but anyway, it's it's served with the apricot honey butter, mm. which is good. Yeah. It's not bad. But you know what? I, I actually prefer it. And, you know, my cousin agreed. We ate with my cousin again. And my wife agreed. I kind of liked it without the butter. You know, I don't. I mean, the butter added a different dimension to the whole dish, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't think it was necessary. You know, if that makes sense. You no, know? Yeah, no, I could no, take it or leave sense. it. Yeah. The apricot honey butter was delicious, but I didn't need it to enjoy the fried biscuit, you know. So 
If you're out there and you happen to be eating at that restaurant, man, definitely give that starter a try. It's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. And then after that, let's see. My cousin, I got to try a couple of things. I ordered the sustainable fish because I, the, 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 the term sustainable fish amuses me. <laughs> you know. And But I was lucky enough because I talked to the waiter. I talked to Jay and he said, yeah, you should probably get that because we might not have uh, that particular fish they were using that day. And that was salmon. You know, of course, I'm in the area of the country where salmon is plentiful, you know, and stuff like that. And very, very good. Mm-hmm. And so he said, yeah, probably within a, about a week or two ago, we're, we're going to stop serving salmon and switch to a different fish. So you're probably your best bet is to get the uh, go ahead and get the salmon while you have it. And, of course, it comes with asparagus, creamy polenta, and a lemon, lemon fennel tartar. And that dish is absolutely amazing. I was actually torn between two dishes. It was the, either the, the, the sustainable fish or the one right above it, tempura fried shrimp. Now, granted, yeah, tempura fried shrimp, no big deal. But the forbidden black rice stir fry was what amused me. <laughs> so <laughs> I would have ordered I would, either dish I would have ordered just for the plain amusement of the name of the dish. Uh-huh. Um, but I asked Jay what, what's so forbidden about the black rice, and he had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> he has no idea why it's called forbidden black rice, you know. And it's, I respected that. I was like, you know, that's something you don't see every day. He's like, oh, you're absolutely right. That knowledge has to be earned. It is forbidden. It is. It's forbidden. You know, I don't know what I have to do. Maybe I have to master the one-inch punch, and then you know, I'll be able to learn <laughs> the secrets of the forbidden black rice stir fry. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I th- he said the tempura fried shrimp thing will probably be there for a good while. The sustainable fish, they rotate. So, you know, if you like fish and you go order the fish one on one trip, you may have a different fish another trip. But I'll tell you what, the salmon I had was absolutely delicious. Not overcooked. It was cooked perfectly. You know, it was, it was juicy. It wasn't dry. It was tasty. You know, it wasn't fishy or anything. Just absolutely amazing. I would go back there and eat again, you know. Of course, oh, yeah. the, you know, the meals and the meals were just right. They weren't overly huge. You know, the portions were perfect. Um, but still, I didn't have room for dessert. I would love to have had dessert, mm-hmm. but there's just no room for it. I had nowhere to put it. You yeah. know, there's no, absolutely nowhere to put it. Um, would I go eat there again? Hands down, yes. Mm-hmm. Would I go eat at uh, Blue Bayou? Yes. You know, if I had to choose between the two, I'd probably go Cathay Circle. Carthay Circle, sorry. Yeah, well, Blue Bayou is more for its um, ambiance. It's yeah. more for the uh, yeah. outside, watching the riders go by, the fireflies. And we live in that, so it's like it's you know it's it's no biggie, right? You know, right. No biggie to us. I, I can I can absolutely see as far as food goes. Yeah. Want to eat over at the Carthay Circle better? Yeah, I think I, as far as food, I don't, yeah, I, I think I go with the Carthay Circle thing. Yeah. And you know, again, I might be biased just because I grow up and they serve the same kind of food here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I live in that food. I yeah. live in that restaurant. Right. <laughs> Basically, you know. So uh, I may be biased. Some other people, I'm sure, will have different opinions on it. But I really enjoyed Carthay Circle. Mm-hmm. I thought the, the ambiance there, too, was just really awesome. It was nice. The wait staff, very professional, very, very good. I would definitely do, go there again, take my family, you know. And, yeah, you look at it and it's look like, oh, it's too high end. I mean, or it's too – we probably shouldn't take our kids there. Mm-hmm. No, baloney, man. You can take your kids there. And they'll have just as much a good time there. They have crayons, colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the wait staff is anything like Jay, uh, they're going to have a good time too. You know, it, it's just just amazing, absolutely amazing restaurant. If we go there on a podcast trip, we'll definitely have to go there. I'll take you there, and you can uh, experience the wonders of the fried biscuit. <laughs> so, but anyway, do you have any other questions regarding uh, things? I mean, I don't. Yeah, did do you as try much. to break into Club Thirty Three? I didn't try to break into Club Thirty Three. Oh. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to do that, man. But yeah, yeah, uh, I will definitely be going back to Disneyland in the near future. Come hell or high water. All right, you let me know, man. Cause I'm, I'm all in. Do it, I, I want to go too. Cause uh, yeah, that 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 was that 
easily took over as my favorite park. Yeah, I mean, it's you know we got we got Halloween coming up. You know, they did that whole Halloween overlay stuff. You know, you know that's very, very the tempting. one thing where I would say with, when it comes to the mansion, I kind of prefer Walt Disney World's a little bit more because they have all the not because of anything other than they have all the added yeah. features. Yeah, you know uh, the uh, the CG ghosts at the end of the ride. Right, the, right. Um, what am I thinking of? Um, the stairwell or. Yeah, the stairwell that you kind of the MC Escher kind of yeah. uh, stairwell, the interactive queue. All right, right, is another right, thing right. That they put in there. I mean, there's they've been a lot of elements to the Haunted Mansion that they've added. Whereas the one that you get in in Walt Disney World has pretty much been uh, Walt Disney. Um, the one you get in Disneyland has pretty much stayed the same. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like the look of that mansion. It's, I mean, it looks it, great outside. It's the look Maybe. of the mansion that looks like what the mansion is supposed to be. So I yeah. do like it like that. But to be able to see the mansion made up. In Nightmare Before Christmas mode? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be nice to see. Oh, speaking of, I want to talk about uh, the queue lines, the switchbacks in Peter Pan. Okay. They're skinny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I was a big dude, you know, I'm not a little dude, but I'm not fat either. But, man, I, you know, there's no personal space. You'd be brushed if you're up a big against dude. people. Yeah. yeah, you'd be brushed, you know, sweat and everything else, <laughs> you know. Some people, maybe you want to brush up against. Some people, you probably don't want to. <laughs> well, if you're wide enough to be expanding your reach in the queue, then you probably don't want to be brushing up against them. Right, right, exactly. So I thought that was pretty interesting, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, overall, you know, my experience at Disneyland was just amazing. Uh, it, I'll be back within the next five years, if not sooner. That's a guarantee. Um, maybe even within the next two years. Maybe within the next few months. Who knows? Well, wow. so, I mean, you listeners, you stay subscribed. You'll be the first to find out when I head back out there. <laughs> guaranteed. But if you ever do get a chance to go out and visit that park, the park that Walt walked among, the park that's in the Saving Mr. Banks movie, um, please do so. You know, allow at least, I don't know, what would you say, three or four days? I think yes. it would be very comfortable. Yes. Heck, maybe even five. Five you know? if you're going in, in more in the summer months. Yeah, yeah five would be really, really comfortable. And the reason why I say that is because one thing I found out on my trip is that in the evening, so I guess that's when a lot of locals come out and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the parks get really, really, really packed. Yeah. And they were open till midnight. So mm-hmm. like if I was a local getting off of work on a Friday and it's like, hey, they're open at midnight, let's go. You know, yeah. I would totally be there. Absolutely be there, you know. Um, but yeah, it got really busy in the evenings and everything else. You know, it's a lot cooler. Um, but yeah, five days, you know, you may think eh, it's just for Disneyland. It's like, I don't know, man. I think you might need that to see absolutely everything in there, mm-hmm. like per square inch or foot or even it's, it seems like there's detail every little step of the way. Right. You know, yeah, it's a smaller park, but yeah, they squeeze so much detail into that little park. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Every little step you take, you look and it's just like, wow, you know, wow, you know, oh my God. Wow. You know, <laughs> um, last note, the cotton candy was great. <laughs> awesome. I enjoy the cotton candy uh, and the popcorn. The popcorn is very good too. You know, my, my my cousin likes fresh popcorn. So, but anyway, as an aside, but that's my Disneyland trip report. If you have any questions, please do uh, send me an email at magicrway at gmail dot com, uh, and and I'll be glad to uh, try to address any questions if I can. All right. First off, before we. Uh Get on out of here. I wanted to say hello to Disney 20-somethings on Twitter. Uh, at Disney 20s, I believe, is, is what the uh, the Twitter handle is. Uh, they sent us in a, an article that he wrote uh, about his experience drinking around the world uh, in comparison to our last show, and it was hysterical. I highly suggest y'all go check it out. Uh, the man did not know when to say when, and it was funny. 
Mm. And also, I want to say a, a shout out to Emily Jane on uh, Emily at Emily WDW on Twitter. Um, she enjoyed our uh, Team Elsa, Team Anna show that we did a few weeks back. Um, one thing that she didn't mention is that she's uh, the uh, quote at Magic Our Way. I'm glad at the end, no one was persuaded to change teams. Shows that everyone believed in their side of the discussion. So that was really, really kind of neat. Yeah, we're know? stubborn that way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there's a myriad of tweets and emails and stuff that we've gotten from lots of fans. Um, oh, there's a public service announcement from our man in the street, Sean, at Fish Sean Wu. Uh, did you see this one, uh, Danny? Yeah, I did. He posted? And he says, attention tourists heading home from WDW from via MCO, which is the Orlando airport. Magic bands will not get you through security any faster. <laughs> <laughs> so just keep that in mind, guys. You know, magic bands, once you leave the property... Um, when you get to the airport, it's not like when you get to the airport for Magical Express. It does not work for everything else. So make sure that you take note of that. And the Scott, Scott, at Scott Quayle on Twitter also responded, responded with, nor will they get you through easy pass lanes on the nation's highways. <laughs> <laughs> so as powerful as magic bands are in Disney World, in the real world, you know, we're not at that point yet. So um, quick shout out to all the new Twitter followers, all the new subscribers. Uh, all, all the new Facebook followers, you know, uh, we do appreciate it, man, and we hope to hear more of you soon. We will have a show dedicated to catch up on all the emails and stuff that we've gotten, um, and we can address you guys. But of course, on Twitter, man, if you like us or anything else or any any of the social networks, I'll definitely give you a personal reply. Um, nine times ten, that's me on the on, on those social media things, holding down the fort on that. Yeah. End. That's uh, Kevin on social media, guys. Yep. I really don't do social media very but well. But every now and then, he'll pop in. So yeah. you might see Danny's, you know, so you, you can say hi to both of us either way. Uh, but yeah, 99% of the time, it's me talking. So And I'll usually try to mark it. I'll usually say it just so that people mm -hmm. know. Um, but anyway, yeah. So shout out to those guys. We'll do more emails and stuff on a different show. We might have to do a show just dedicated to that because we're starting to get some in. Um, so make sure that you get your voice heard. We'll always give the Disney fan a voice. So shoot us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. And don't forget our official travel agent, Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah. For our official travel agent. He's been posting stuff on our Facebook. Uh, make sure you like his Facebook page to keep up with all the deals that are happening. You know, they had the free dining thing happening. I'm sort of, of course, as the holidays start rolling around, getting closer, you'll want to book the holiday vacation. So you might as well start early and get it going. You know, you want to go for Thanksgiving, Lee's the man to do it. Uh, you want to go to during Christmas or any of those times, now's a good time to do it, man. And and maybe Lee can speak more a little bit about that uh, on a subsequent show or shoot us an email and we'll relay that to the listeners. And next time you do get a little bit of a heads up as to when you're going to be back in, Lee, let me know and I'll see if I can land Aaron for that day. I know you want to record at one point when Aaron is there. Oh, uh, actually, he did. He, he mentioned a date sometime and I forgot when it was. Sometime in July he's going to be in. So okay. we have him on the show. We'll have to try and figure that out. And I'll, if it works out, it might be with the week that I'm out of town. So that actually be perfect because <laughs> I'm out of town for one week in July. So, I'll have you. I'll give the reins back over to you, uh, uh, of course. Oh wait, you're gonna give it to, what to the three of us to go ahead and handle? Ooh, yeah. Man. Oh, you'll be fine. Go for it. I'll you be drunk. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> but uh, just for Lee, uh, tip of the day: uh, buy the Magic Maker, the PhotoPass thing, before going to the parks. The current offer will save you fifty dollars if you pre-purchase. His family does the Magic Maker. Um, and they they like it. His wife's a picture fanatic. Um, oh, cool! It, it is it the value of it is. Um, I've never tried it, but it, here's it, a cool thing. Yeah, it's exceptional. Plus, Aaron and I kind of covered this in the last show. Is that you know you get that now? I, I think included in that uh, from your Magic Pan now is all your your ride photos. Hmm. So if you get the My Memory Maker, um, 
Oh, you know what? I don't know. Now I'm saying that you may have to edit that out because he says Magic Maker. I thought that was Memory Maker, Magic Maker. I'm not sure. So, um, What's the Magic Maker? Th- that's what he says. He says, buy the Magic Maker photo pass before getting to the parks. The only magic, uh, the only thing I've, I know about it, it, it is um, the My Memory Maker was the one I thought it was called, but I could be, I could be completely. Well, maybe he can clarify for that for us, and if, if he's talking about the picture, the PhotoPass Plus thing, um, maybe I got, or we can always. Look I'm it up. googling. It, it, it's Memory Maker. The Memory Maker. Okay. 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 Magic Maker, Memory Maker. I think it's the same thing. And if we're wrong, he'll just correct us. So yeah, I mean, you can just edit all that out. But we did get a a, 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 a comment in from Lee on our Facebook. Because I, I usually post, I posted a little kind of late today, mm-hmm. uh, um, but I, I posted that we're recording. So if you had a question, and this is what he has, he says, "Do you do midday breaks, or are you a commando?" Our family does all day break for dinner, then head back out to the park with extra magic hours. We want to squeeze in every ounce of Disney fun out of the vacation that we can. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to go first? Do you want me to address? Um, I'll go first. Yeah, go for it. I can no problem. What do you with that. do? What do you um, do? Midday breaks or commando? And by commando, we mean you know you go all day. Depends. All day. It really just depends. It depends on the we we kind of go with the vibe of the trip. If it's too packed, we'll go back to the room. We'll yeah. go to downtown Disney. We'll go to a water park. We'll screw around. I mean, it if you know if it's if it's not that packed and we got reservations going that day, right. you know. Um, Early in the morning and late at night, and there's no reason to leave. We'll, we'll stay. It really, it, it just you, you feel out the trip, right? Right. Yeah. You know, sometimes sense. you, hey, I got up too early today. I need to go back. I need to rest. Sometimes you're just working on pure energy. So. Yeah. Um, for me, it changed during the course of my life. When I was younger, uh, and granted, when I was younger, there wasn't that many parks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's maybe one, maybe two, uh, two at the least at one point in my life but we used to my parents and i used to do commando i don't know how we did it but we get there close to opening mm-hmm. stay in the parks all day mm-hmm. you know i always i always judge the time of day by where we are in the parks you know <laughs> so like if it was the morning i knew we were on jungle cruise you know or uh, i'm sorry if we were in jungle cruise i knew it was in the morning obviously because mm-hmm. we always started clockwise mm-hmm. um and when it was in, in tomorrowland with me or i always got associated with nightfall because that's yeah. when we'd hit tomorrowland was during the evening you know when the lights start to come out and everything else um, lunch was sometime around Fantasyland or something like that. You know, we'd we'd lunch somewhere in there. Um, so yeah, we used to do stay in the parks all day. Grand, we used to stay off property too. You know, so we did a lot of that. It used to be a killer Holiday Inn right at the main gate. It used to be called Holiday Gate, uh, Holiday Inn Main Gate East, I think, or mm-hmm. West. Um, yeah, maybe West, but it was right there on 192. And we used to stay there, incredible hotel. We drive right on property. It was awesome. Commando all day. It was great. You know, parked up uh, and we did the same thing with Epcot. We did every day. You know, I always associated World Showcase with the afternoon and, and Spaceship Earth with the morning. You know, that's how it is. Nowadays, with my own family and the kids, it's a little different. I do take midday breaks because of them. They take naps, yeah. you know, and, and our, uh, you know, of course, my kids are definitely younger than Lee's kids. Um, and I'm sure as they get older, my, it'll probably change. You know, mm-hmm. we might end up being a commando family. Uh, now, granted, when our kids, when our oldest was little, little, and it was just her. We kind of did commando-ish, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, we we tried. We said, okay, we're going to go back to the hotel for a nap. Um, but as we were leaving to go back for the hotel, you know, we we're starting to walk out the park. We never made it out the park because she was already asleep in the stroller, you know. And I'm sure uh, I've told you about pick, oh, how we set up our stroller. We got fans hanging all over the place and yeah. everything else, squirters, you know, stuff that she could play with. But it keeps it pretty cool. Um, but yeah, she slept fine. She did her nap. 
in the park in the stroller. So my wife and I would take turns on the rides, I guess, you know. So we just stay in the park. Some, I remember one day she napped and we just hung out. And uh, But there was a little sitting area, tables and stuff right outside uh, uh, Planet Pizza Planet. Mm-hmm. We just sat there and hung out and people watched, you know. we, we kind of I, I got a little carrot cake cookie. And this was in the studios, of course. And just kind of munched on that and just kind of sat while she napped. You know, it was great, you know. So, um so back then, that's what we used to. Now that we have two, we actually do try to make it back to the hotel so they can take a good nap. Because Lord knows when they don't take a good nap, it's a totally different story, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and anybody with very young kids or have had young kids, they they know the plight, the struggle of that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as of right now, uh, my family and I we do do midday breaks. Now, if I happen to be lucky enough where both of them fall asleep in the stroller, then mm-hmm. so be it. You know, then we'll just stay in the park. You know, my wife's pregnant, so on this particular Disneyland trip, yeah, we went back for naps because she was tired too. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, of course. I went back into the parks and did a lot of stuff, <laughs> you know, or a couple of things here and there as much as I could because it did get kind of crowded while I was visiting. But, yeah, it's, I'm sure that's what I'm doing now, and I'm sure in the future it's going to definitely change. But, anyway, great question, Lee. Thank you. And, like I said, Lee just sent that to us from Facebook. I'll, at the day of our recording, I'll always post something. So make sure you like us on Facebook so you know what we're doing, so you can shoot us a question immediately. And I'll usually tell you the time frame that we're recording. Same thing on Twitter, same thing on anything else. So, uh, anyway, um, that's that. Yes, there's the music again. <laughs> Want to be on a bayou with some kind of Dixie beer or a, a beta? Actually, I like a beta. Beta is my favorite. Oh, yeah. I'll go with a beta beer any day. But anyway, yeah, that music, of course, means that we're wrapping up the show. And so I have a couple of things to tell you guys, which you've already heard a couple of times already. And actually, I did pretty good throughout most of the show without mentioning our email until toward the end there, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. But anyway, I'll go ahead and mention it now. MagicRWay at gmail.com is one of the best ways to get in touch with us if you want to get in touch with us, you know? So if you have any comments, questions, show ideas, whatever it is, shoot us an email at that particular address and we'll definitely get it and we'll reply to you, you know, when we get to it. You know, we, it's usually, sometimes it's Danny, sometimes it's me. It depends on who gets to it first or whatever else. Um, so definitely shoot us an email there. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. Uh, you can like. Uh, you can follow us on uh, in, uh, not Instagram. Uh, Pinterest. Um, even we have a Pinterest account now. So you can uh, those particular three particular uh, social media platforms. You could definitely check it out uh, and like us on there. And you can get all the latest news and when we're doing things. When I post up pictures. When I relink things from other guys. So um, not necessarily a one stop shop, but you know I definitely post things that are of interest to me and Danny and stuff. So. Um, Definitely take care of that. Um, also, too, we have a SpeakPipe account, which we have yet to get tested. So um, SpeakPipe, basically, if you're on your computer, you can go to this website, click a button, record using your own computer's microphone. doesn't have to be anything special. Um, but, yeah, it's www.speakpipe. That's speak, S-P-E-A-K-P-I-P-E, pipe, speakpipe, all one word, dot com forward slash magic our way and you can get to our page on speak bite all you have to do is press a button danny that's so easy yeah you just press a button man you record straight from your microphone and then you got us you, you get us a little short quick message i think our limit's like 45 minutes 45 seconds or 90 seconds mm-hmm. i can't remember but yeah that's more than enough time to say what you have to say 
if you want to be part of the show, be part of the experience, man, take advantage of SpeakPipe. Or you can do traditional routes and tweet us or send us a Facebook message or send us the email. But, yeah, man, this is new technology. Embrace it. You're on your, most of us are on our computers anyway, and you can do it straight from your smartphone as well or your iPad or whatever de- uh, computing device that allows you to get on the Internet. You can easily do that. Um, leave us a quick little voicemail. It doesn't, and there's no charge to you, man. You're already paying for your Internet. So you might as well go ahead and use it, you know? It's so easy. It's so easy. (laughs) I tell you guys, speakpipe.com. You know, we're not endorsed by them, but I think it's a great idea. You know, it makes things easier for podcasters and everything else. Um, Did I forget anything else? I think you nailed it. I think I nailed it. But I want to thank all the listeners and subscribers out there that have downloaded our show. We do appreciate it. We know you have a choice when listening to podcasts and um, you know, at least this show, we promised the the, uh, the Disney fan a voice. So if there's anything you need to say or needs to be said, uh, we'll read on the air regardless of what it is. It doesn't really matter. You know, um, we'll give you a chance to, to air your opinion. So um, use us as a little soapbox if you need to. If there's something you disagree with us, man, we want to hear it. We love to talk about it. We love talking about Disney mm-hmm. from every bit of angle, not shadowing anything, not uh, turning over any, any leaf, as many leaves as we can. So, um, and on that note, you know, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And Magic Out. Oh, and hippos are huge. <laughs>